All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Bright and early up and at them here on a Friday. Welcome to Barn Burner. Good to see you here. Uh, we, we were just talking before we came on about uh, Mother Nature and how uh, she's about to stop being such a bitch. Oh, geez. Wow. Uh, right, right shortly as we're coming out of the deep freeze, it looks like. We deserve it. We just... Sorry, yeah, he's mind. ready. Your phone's... It's warming up, Dean. I got to shed some layers here. Give me one yeah. moment. My ears are coming out. He's right. ready. Look at him. Yeah, it's... Uh, He's gonna hurt. We himself. need to. We need oh. to convince him to keep the mullet for summer. Oh, for sure, and right. only wear uh, t tops or muscle shirts, whatever the hell they. <laughs> t tops, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe get some tips on there too. Get some color in there. Ooh, there you go. Does the JPL know what's coming to get them? They don't. They should, <laughs> but they don't. I feel for them. Just one or two staff members like. I know this asshole. He was yeah. high kicking in the lobby at 2 a.m. when I was trying to make room keys last yeah, year. That's right. This is that guy that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and he's got a mullet now. Great. So that oh, was, I'm sure. Even better. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure he's really reined his life in. Oh, um, nice shirt. Yeah. He's fun, huh? So we're on a hoey bit early today because uh, we have a road trip. We're headed up to Jasper, Jasper Park Lodge, the uh, Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. Yeah. We've got we a are. championship to win, Pinder. Let's go. And your job is on the line 
Yeah, we've only had one person on the roster quit in the history of the franchise, but uh, we're going to try to persevere and get through that. Keith has Keith is in a bit of a hot seat. There's other guys, coaches and GMs that are mm -hmm. on a hot seat. You yeah. are now officially on the hot seat. Well, I'm a GM. Uh, Dean's the coach, yeah. so he's definitely on the hot seat. Not, definitely especially, not the coach. Especially retiring. The well, you know what? He should, he, game. He's a motivator, so I can see why he's coaching. He's a team player. Special <laughs> advisor to the general manager. <laughs> That's, That's the I cushiest, do. most nonsense yeah. gig I've ever heard. Special advisor. Special advisor is just going to drink coffee in the lodge and not watch the games. I got a sense. And maybe, well, you know, I'd hate to have to show up late and leave early. Our uh, trip to Jasper is fueled by Booster Juice. Download the new Booster Rewards app today. Start earning berry points for delicious and nutritious smoothies, drinks, and food that'll get you through the Go day. The Thank you, Booster Juice. Go with the mango. Boys, love the mango. The mango move? Mango. All the way, a mang, mang pop, a mangsicle. I think yeah. there's one of those mangrove. I'm stuck in my cords. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, Call you know, up. we'll do, um, we'll get into the opening statements today for McLeod Law. It's the day after a game day for the Calgary Flames. So we'll get into it. We'll lay down all of the uh, pertinent details here with opening statements for McLeod Law. Peter Klein, of course, our buddy over at McLeod Law, personal injury guy, disability insurance claim guy. If you're getting the runaround, then there's only one guy to call, and it's Peter Klein. When he came, it was a week ago. We were in uh, in Phoenix. He was all apologetic. We get to the airport. He's like, hey, guys, I'd love to come and sit down. I just, I got a bit of work to do. I got to kind of just, Peter, it's okay, buddy. You know, you're, you're important. We're not. And we're going to be around all weekend, so don't worry. So he's always working, and he could be working for you. McLeod-Law.com, opening statements. And uh, <laughs> Hey, Peter, we we're going to do a bunch of tequila shots and hammer some Caesars and tell some jokes in the bar. I've got a little bit of work. i got a few files I'm working on. We'll see you at the gate. Okay. I'm, I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, I see. What's that? You've got uh, shafts, and you've got a boat paddle with a bunch of shot glasses on it. I'd, I'd love to help out, but uh, I do have some work to do. We're drinking uh, beer out of Pinder's shoe. Come on out. I'm actually a little bit tired right now <laughs> to help us out with opening statements he is our nhl insider a little frank bond to start the show we bring in oh. frank cervelli there he is hello boys how we doing buddy i'm just living the dream yeah i actually thought that was a leafs like backdrop Ooh. no it not it's it's very purple this is it's the hotel i'm in in calgary i don't know why it's yeah Right, he's not at the league office. Why would there be Leafs wallpaper in the yeah, background? That's right, yeah. Bastards cheating hey, out of goals. What the yeah. hell? He's not in Bettman's den. That's right. With Easy. his friggin' Leaf, Leaf montage. Just getting screwed. You know what? Jermaine Franklin, our buddy. Jermaine Franklin, of course, we all know Jermaine, Calgary guy forever. Huh. Now with TSN in Toronto, I put a little thing in the uh, in the drive there. Even, even Jermaine saw it for what it was last night as oh. the flames got jobbed oh and that's why nobody likes the leafs bad challenge not in the spirit of the rule terrible that's going to make them some friends in toronto the very i was going to say you can imagine things. how that went over mm -hmm. with those around him in toronto uh, that wasn't even the best part of the tweet the best part was when he's like and that's why nobody likes the leafs like no that isn't it jermaine <laughs> there's not it it's not exactly it but it could be part of it uh self-proclaimed center of the hockey universe come on you know i don't want to get ever having some fun with it uh now 
let's take a look. We'll take a look at, you know, I'm making this the story. I just wanted to make sure we got, we got Jermaine in there. Uh, a no goal in the third period. And it screwed us out. What it was going to be a great finish. We were going to yeah, be tied at four heading home. So this in the eye of the NHL is a hand pass in that Blake Coleman directed the puck to a teammate. Well, he definitely I, got his hand on the puck. It, it did end up going off his, I'm not yeah, sure that it, was his plan when he put his hand out. He wasn't trying to get it to Oshley. He was trying to knock a clearing attempt down. It's hard to police intent. You don't really know what Blake Coleman was thinking. My guess is there's the puck. I'm going to try and get it. Right. As opposed to, I and need then to get this. there's a stick right the there way. too. Right there, the stick of the Leafs know. player. There's not a great angle of it, but I saw someone send a still today. like, that might have yet hit a leaf stick. Right? I said last night. I wondered if it was gonna if it had gone off. Anyway, yeah. uh, and Rock if anything, by the way, if Coleman was really gonna get his hand on it and do anything with it, it would have been to bat it down to himself. Correct. Yeah. Not yeah. to a, a teammate. So I'm just gonna have uh, this glance off me at five degree angle to get back to the left shot of my left shot defenseman. Got it, Blake. Yeah. It was Tavares Park. Who uh, I wondered too if maybe he right. Maybe he it. It's hard, you know. Yeah, absolutely can't see it there. Don't anyway, know. that's enough of that. Uh, Flames lose by a score of four to three after that disallowed goal. Uh, Rhett, your thoughts? I, I'm sure you must. It, did it keep you up? Oh, gosh. No, it didn't keep me up. I was able to no fall way. asleep. Uh, now, were you asleep before this happened or not? Did you watch the I old nine-minute condensed I, game this no, morning? No, I watched. Uh, I actually was watching this morning. I didn't know the score of the game, and I started cheering. I actually cheered when Zari scored. And then I actually cheered, which is not my go-to move. Mm. And I actually said, yes. And it was, is it Zary? Yeah. Yeah. Zary's. And I was like, yes. And it was Zary too. And I was pumped. And then boo. And then it was like, well, Frank was there. What what a recap, by the way. That was, thank you for that. It's like almost being that is that is you don't have to you don't have to come on and be a dick every that is some next level analysis. Frank was at the game and there was layers he didn't even know happened. Yeah. Wow. Did you cheer? No cheering in the press box. No cheering in the press box. No, no. no. I cheered. I got shit once for cheering in the press box. Apparently it's a no. You can't do that. You're not supposed to do do it. I was cheering for a college football game because I had a bet. (laughs) It wasn't for what that was actually happening in the rink. It was no, it was Rhett's own wallet. Yeah. Isn't that what's happening in the Gretzky McDavid mm-hmm. video that we, the commercial we have to watch every game? Yeah. It's that's something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. What was the, uh, Frank, the atmosphere sounded unbelievable on TV. The Leafs only come once a year. Original six, two Canadian markets, one anthem, as you noted in your tweet. Like it felt like an electric barn last night. It was okay. I, I think, oh. look, not to be hmm. critical of, of, of Flames fans, and I understand why people do this, it's an easy game to sell. The Leafs only come once a year. You sell it for a big number and it helps eat away at your season ticket nut for the year. I get it. The only thing that, and this happens, trust me, this is not a Calgary specific thing. This also happens in Winnipeg and Vancouver and Edmonton. How many people, the same people in the same seats, the next game will be wearing a Flames jersey that just wore a Leaf jersey last night? Why is that a phenomenon? I'm not sure. Oh, because there know. was at one point in time only two teams in Canada. So if you're of a certain vintage, you would have grown up cheering for most likely the Leafs or the Habs. Okay. Maybe it's a uh you think back when you're 
when your dad was still alive or your grandpa you'd be sitting on grandpa's knee watching mm-hmm. hockey night in canada it's also Maybe a large part things. of the population in canada is centered around there so even west all the people that live in alberta there's a huge percentage that came from ontario so so, uh, so the, go leaf, the atmosphere, yeah. the go leaf, go chance, like it just—it's an oddity for a you know a home building to be quieted by the opposition fan base. So to summarize, according to Frank Saravelli, Calgary, a bunch of pussies, turncoats. No, I just—I don't. We wouldn't let like we wouldn't let that happen in Philly. That's Philly. That's Philly fandom. There, they're like, yeah, that doesn't happen in our bars. Yeah. So. Hats getting thrown on the ice after a Matthews hat trick. Like, I know that that would be very problematic where I'm from. That is the toughest ticket of the year right there. That game right there. There's a lot of empty seats. It was a sellout, but yes, I I don't know why that is, though, (laughs) because people are drinking in the bars in the rink. That is one thing that a lot of the fans aren't really fans. They go for the social aspect and sit in a bar and drink. Well, just go to Cactus then or go to... No, no, don't say that. We want them to go to... Don't give them free plugs here, Buy your tickets. Yeah, buy buy tickets for sure. Go to the games, uh, everybody. Um, So, awful game, according to Frank Saravelli. The fans, the Leaf... the turncoat Calgary no fans, fighting and no stands. life wouldn't do it no again. Emotion. No one threw a battery. No one broke Thank a leg. God, they only you know come once a year. You're the only guy from Philly that was in the barn. You should have started something. Seriously, set the tone. Jersey, somebody. Hmm. What jersey were you wearing? <laughs> I couldn't get a jersey to fit. Oh dear. How's this it's weekend okay. going to go, Frank? Is are you? Playing? I don't know. I, I hope there's. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not boomer. I actually show up and play. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's. I'm looking forward to it. I just hope they have jerseys big enough. Please, that hurts. Please take it back. You've cut me to the core with that dig. I'll survive somehow. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's get to it. What, as far as the game, this was a Flames riding a four-game winning streak. Leafs a four-game losing streak. I said to Ryan last night when we did the post-game show after it was tied at four, and they called the timeout. Uh, Keith calls that timeout. I'm thinking, are they really needing to stop the momentum here at four-four? Are they this fragile? But obviously, it was to take a look. I guess somebody saw the uh, uh, the hand pass, but uh, the game sure looks easy. For Austin Matthews, there's there's almost a, and it's a completely different thing, but there's almost a Mario-esque nature to his play. I never see him gasping for breath. He's never had to go the length of the ice at top speed. He's never had, he's always in the right spot. It's the economy of movement and energy. And he is, I know that people, oh, McDavid, maybe he is the purest shooter and goal scorer in the world. Three on five last night. That's a nice little percentage there. There's no one that does it better. There's a nonchalance to his goal scoring that is really, it makes it seem effortless. And I think when he has it, there's a swagger that it's almost like he walks in the building and knows he's scoring that night, which is probably a pretty unreal feeling to have. But it's funny when he didn't have it last year, he still scored 40, which for most mere mortals is an unreal year. But you kind of watched last year and you were like, okay, well, where'd that go? How does that mm-hmm. confidence evaporate? You know, it, how much of it was related to the wrist and the injury and all that stuff that was connected to it. 
And, and he really kind of, when he doesn't have that going, I don't want to say he's an, he's an average player because he does work hard and his defense, um, the way that he backtracks is, is actually quite impressive. But I, I look at the rest of his game and I'm like, man, it just leaves you wanting. Like if he's not scoring, what's he doing? And then you're like, well, he still scored 40. So what are you even talking about? And especially but, as a, as a centerman too, right? It's like, you got to expend the most energy on the ice. You're a centerman. You got to be, he just always looks like it's beer league for him. Yeah. And now you turn around and it's 22 goals in his last 21 games. And Jeez. all of a sudden he kind of has, it's a long way off, but he has an outside outside shot at 50 and 50, which we is, talked about it. It would be so fun to have a chase. Like the, even if he doesn't get it just to be close, it would be so good for the sport. The fact that it's January 19th and it's even a talking point is yeah. it's bananas. Yeah. It's pretty great. Uh, outside of Matthews, what did you make of the Leafs last night? Cause it was, you know, the, you lose at home against the Leafs that hurts. All the Leaf fans are going to be in your ear holes, giving it to you, but, and, and we're having fun with the controversy. It goes off a glove, whatever, but it was going to be a great finish. The, the Leafs outside of Matthews, just okay. We talked about it on this show yesterday. Well, you know, Leaf fans, you just need to calm down. What are y'all worried about? And then the game starts. Say, like, oh, there's a turnover. Oh, that's kind of soft. Oh, that's that not a wide open play. Uh, we can kind of see, I guess. The you talk about nonchalance, if if that's the word to use. They were a little, they're a little loosey goosey in their own end, to say the least, at times. Yeah, the Flames took it to them that first period. I mean, there was no, they barely spent any time in the Flames' end. Uh, that's, they couldn't get out of their own end. Um, and I thought when you, you, you consider the totality of the circumstances, meaning where they were at with the losing streak going down early, Sheldon Keefe says what he said earlier in the week about not knowing who he can rely on the way that they responded was, was really impressive. And that part, you know, certainly will serve them. Well, the fact that it, nearly became a tied game again and nearly blew a two goal lead. Um, that part probably still leaves everyone not feeling quite comfortable if you're in Toronto. And I, I think they've got a lot of work to do on their back end and to really try and solidify this team as a, as a cup contender. Cause they're just not in that category for me. They're not even really that close. Retro, we talked yesterday. We threw out, is this a measuring stick game? Is this a litmus test for the Flames? Now the game is over. They have lost. But what would you? What do you take as far as Flames analysis and gauging where they are at in the pecking order? After that this? was the question I was going to ask Frank myself. I thought the Flames looked pretty good at times. But then there were, I mean, the Leafs do have that, well, you guys talked about it, the swagger. There was a couple shifts where the, the shoveler actually asked me. She's like, are they on the power play? <laughs> they were zipping it around so good in the flame zone, but I thought the flames looked pretty good. Vladar made some big saves. I gave up four, but three to the best score there is. And they had opportunities to win the game. So I think it, I think it further muddies the water for Conroy as far as what to do with this squad. I don't even think it's close. I don't, there's no question for me. And I think you have to have a black and white thinking in terms of how you look at this, like muddies the water in terms of what can we be the eight seed? Yeah. That's I mean, the only way they get in, isn't it? Yeah, if you can, you could be the eight seed this year, but 
not, but you'd have to do that by keeping your guys at the deadline. You're not trading away three pieces and getting the eight seed. And yeah. you're not winning with these guys. You're, you're barely above 500. And, and frankly, the only real push that this team has gotten this year has been on the back of, of some of the juice that's been injected by the younger guys in Zary and, and before the injury Pospisil, they've helped get Kadri going. Um, like that to me is what I'd be turning the page to and looking forward to, as opposed to trying to keep this team together. What's we, their we, record since that shitty start, Pinder? Uh, yeah, the outdoor game. It's, they they so got since, pumped. Since uh, I did this this morning, since okay. Pospisil stepped into the lineup on November 4th, they are 19, 12, and 4. That's so correct. what? where would you have Markstrom as far as goalie rankings in the league? In terms of just this season only? Yeah. 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 Like Vesna votes, is he a top three on your ballot? No, because he's leading in goals saved over expected, which talks it factors in environment, right? His his real numbers aren't pretty, but you, you look at that third pair. Yeah, but then I okay. Month. So yeah. if you want to play that game, then let's also talk about Sorokin and his numbers and how much he's bailed out the Islanders. Yeah. And so if combined, I were voting right now, my yeah. ballot would be. Yeah, but I'm not. Hellebuck one. It would be Thatcher Demko two and Ilya okay. Sorokin three. So if he's a top five, though, my point about it is, and I'm not, a, I, typically I'm a sell and rebuild or retool or however the hell they want to call it. But if you've got a, a Vesna caliber goaltender and those kids don't have to stop playing well, come playoffs, an eight seed can beat a first seat with that kind of goaltender. Stop it. Seattle stop it. Colorado it just fucking last happened year. last year. No, but no, here's the, stop doing this. Every this is I've been here for two days, and you are the third different show to bring this up. Stop it's mentioning Florida. No, it's not. The Florida Panthers won the president's trophy the year before. They were an excellent team. Okay, then I'll go back to 2003. Oh my 2004. God. Like it, it's not the, a the point it's is not, not it's not a one-off for a goaltender to win a series. No, what are you it's, talking about? It's it's not. The Florida but Panthers are the only not, team to ride a hot fucking goalie in the playoffs. Are Here's you getting sucked into a Pinder Vortex right now? What is happening? He's it's not a Pinder Vortex, it's a goaltender vortex. And if you have a good goaltender, you can win. And you know what? You being for fucking Philly should oh, be you wouldn't That's know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Here's the thing. If you are going into the playoffs as the eight seed and you're saying, man, I hope and pray and wish that our goalie can win us a series. You are missing the boat entirely. And the point, the so point is sustained, repeatable, consistent, long-term success. I agree, Frank. And I think that's why I think they have to move Tanev and they have to move Lindholm. The one that seems to be the fly in the ointment is Hannafin because of the age. How would you approach that if you're Craig Connor? Because you said black or white binary. Does that mean you're selling Hannafin no matter what? It means that I'm trying to re-sign Hannafin right now because, and this is consistent with what I've said from the beginning of the year. If you want to be in two to three years time, let's call it three when the new arena opens. Yeah. If you want to be a good team then, you cannot possibly sell everyone right now. You you have to at least keep one keep person. Okay. And Hannafin's the guy that makes sense. One, because for whatever reason, 
I don't know that anyone's completely ever knocked their socks off in terms of an offer. And okay. two, because if you go into this summer and you're trying to fill four defensive spots, let's say that only Uyghur and Anderson are back. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yeah, You're already up, up facing an uphill battle trying to bring in three defensemen and, and no offense to the two guys that they've been riding with on the third pair. They're not NHL they're, they're, they're replacement level NHL players is what totally. they are. Yep. And you're, you can't be competitive that way. So you have to keep someone Hannafin makes sense. The contract by all accounts, isn't crazy exorbitant and he's young enough that you can see a window there in which he really helps your team be competitive. What's he worth and what's an overpay? That's the question. I have a tough time with him because he doesn't run a power play. He's probably the third best defenseman today. Um, you're going to have to pay Anderson more than him when his deal know. comes he's up. Like pretty well. I don't know if he is the third best. Well, I, I just think Anderson. And I was, yeah, really was going to say, so, I think he's two. So who's he better than? I, I think he is a two. Okay. So they might have two twos or three twos. That's fair. Uh, where is it too much for you? Is it seven and a half? Is it eight? Is it seven? Like, what's the number you're like, ooh. Yeah, I, I don't think I'd go past seven and a half. Is there any part of that where you look at what you have in Anderson, Uyghur, and then potentially Hannafin, and then just kind of balance the three contracts out to say, we're spending X on our top three? Not really. Is that like, does that make you maybe swallow a. A, a bigger contract because I, I don't think you, I don't think with Hadafin you're so much worried about term and usually it's the other way around. You Who's don't want guys long term. Why? Whatever. Can I change the topic topic just a touch? Mm -hmm. Because I, I am, and Frank, I've argued to sell guys Go all ahead. along that are going to play. So the don't get side. sucked into a ten game ah, run. We got to have conversation. So who's yeah. the eighth seed if the Flames don't go for it? And even if they move Tanev and Lindholm, they're going to pop guys into there. Zari and Pospisil have come in and played well. Why can't the guy come in and, and fill a spot and then mean, with that kind of goaltending still make a run and have a playoff spot? Who's so much better in that grouping of teams that the Flames are going to fall out? And if they're doing a retool and they're going to sell these guys, how much – who are they selling them to? Their, their first-round pick's going to be in no man's land again. 12 to 15 or 6, you know what I mean? But it'll be their second first-round pick. Which is the point, right? If you're making trades, what Frank's saying, right, is that you're going to get another first rounder from the Boston, Colorado, whoever you're making trades with Carolina. Like, but I'm saying, go ahead and do that. But I still, yeah. don't, I still think you can make the playoffs. You could. You're, you're dealing with the Kraken, Blues, Preds, all these other teams that are no better, no worse. Like, so what you're yeah. saying is. Why can't you still you why can't you sell and still compete for a spot this year? Yeah. AKA what the Nashville Predators tried to do last year or or yep. almost ended up doing by the nature of the way Soros played. Totally. That's a great comp, actually. They went really young and they played their asses off. They traded some vets and they still were competitive right to the end. They just got edged up by Winnipeg. Sure. The floor it. has fallen. No, I mean completely different. The floor has fallen out on the LA Kings. What's going on there? Yeah, what is going on there? it's been a mess. And the fact that they were even asking yesterday about Todd McClellan and his job security. I mean, this is a team that 
sprinted out to an unbelievable start this year. McClellan just got an extension before the season started. Mm -hmm. It's a really talented team that just is really structured. And I don't, I don't really have an answer for you. It kind of feels to me like a bit of what's happened is the goaltending has fallen out and it's hard to compete that way. Yeah. Well, and and did we expect Cam Talbot to hang Vesna numbers all year? Of course, that he's going to come back to earth. He's I didn't. Talbot. I didn't mean to derail. I I I would like to stay on the. Sorry, can guys. I, I want to. Can I? Yeah. Can I just say one thing? Because I, I actually need to run. In, in the short term, and this is unrelated to the build. Does Dustin Wolf have to start Saturday? These guys don't want to. I'd love to see him in there. I think they have to. Why? Give this kid a, give this kid a marquee center stage battle of Alberta Saturday night start. Why why does Vladar it have to be right is, now? He's, he's just well he, Vladar's he's, playing he's, well. If Markstrom no, can't yesterday's go average. Yes, I'm sorry. Like he was fine yesterday, but giving up four, sorry, like your team more often than not, you you don't have a chance to win. Like I'm I sorry. you know what? I, I get it. That's a very media thing. Oh, he's gotta play. Put him in there. No, 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 no. He can play. He can play the Oilers next year and the year after and the year Sorry, after. No. He's got a life. Nope. He's got a lifetime to play the Edmonton Oilers. Why does it nope. have to be Saturday? Well, he, I'm also basing this on the idea that Markstrom isn't ready, right. but the, the, there is a chance that he's back. So, and if mm -hmm. Markstrom's back, then okay, I get it. You're trying to scratch as many points away as you can, and you want to end the Oilers' winning streak and blah blah blah, whatever. First off. The atmosphere is going to be juiced. You know the guys are going to be ready to play. Two, there's something to the idea that there's been a, a ton of frustration on, on the end of, of Wolf. He's done and said all the right things. But the fact that they haven't opened up a hole to, to use him, despite what he's done, you can't ask of anything else of him You know, at every level that he's played at. You got to throw the kid a bone at some point. The last thing you want is, is for, you know, a future franchise player to be unhappy or disgruntled in any way. And after a fine start, an average start from Vladar, what if Markstrom's not ready? What's the reason against putting him in? I love it. I think losing, he's losing seven-one on Hockey Night in Canada. Who cares? I, I'm with you're, you're talking like, like you're, you're talking about the, the biggest worry is having him disgruntled. To me, the bigger worry the biggest, is him the getting big, fucking you shelled. Want, you need it. Okay. I guess the team that's rattled off 12 in a row. That's what I that to me, that's the greater risk is potentially damaging this guy's confidence in a in a no for, for what? If you win, are you in the playoffs? There's no reason you don't have to do it. I'm fine if they do it, but I just don't. I as opposed to what him continuing to light up the AHL for no path forward. He's earned well, it. Of course, there's a path forward. I mean, he, the, the, no, there's not right now. Not I mean, so what Vladar's are we talking here about? What should, so what should the Flames have done by now? They've tried to trade Vladar. No one can take him because he's he's making too much money. So should, what what should they what should they be doing? I'm not saying they should have done anything differently. My point is, right now... You said they haven't you, cleared a path for him, so I'm asking, got an, what you've should got they an have opening. done? You, you have an opening, and you're not you're not going to use him? You could have put Vladar down. different if you had both guys planned. that were sitting there healthy. If Markstrom and Vladar were healthy, I'd say, sure, like, there's nothing to see here. But if Markstrom's out, and Vladar's just playing okay, which he is, 
what's the what because he might shit his pants on hockey night in canada that's that's how we're gonna think about it now is oh my god don't Dude, throw let me the ask wolves. you let me ask the you a question ahl goalie of the year he can't handle himself. let me ask you a question do the flames have a goalie on their roster that got as you said broken by the edmonton oilers do they have first-hand knowledge of what it's like when McDavid goes nuts on your goalie and he can't he can't re- rebound or battle back? Do you, do you, they do, right? You sit here and cower in fear. Oh my God! Do they? But, that, I, but that's the wrong you, message to send, in my opinion. So, so, so you set you set another guy up for potential disaster when you don't have to. When you don't have to be honest. No, but I, that's what I'm saying. What the, you got to start him. You haven't created a path. He's disgruntled. Understand. He's your top guy. You can start him, but I, I, I would put Vladar in there. I understand the fear. Dean, let yourself think about what happens if he plays well and they win. Now you're in a shitty that, spot. That's, that's <laughs> best oh, case scenario. That, that's no, exactly. It's best you're looking at worst case scenarios. I'm, I'm challenging you to look at not worst case scenarios. I am saying then that's great, but the gain is far less than the potential failure. You stand to lose more than you stand to gain. Does Dustin Wolf become that much? Is he that much more confident and that much better by beating Edmonton? Or if he gets shelled, do you have a bigger case on your hands? I like the upside more, to be honest. Me, Me too. And I would say if he gets shelled, then any frustration that he might've had coming into this year about, you know, not being a full-time NHL goalie. It's on him. Maybe that dissipates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and in the meantime, the message you send to this kid is you are you're our goalie of the future. You are the long term. We trust you. Get out there and show us what you can do. Dan is not the long term future of it's this team. It's a good argument. And you would and hope, Jacob yeah, Markstrom, there. as good as he's played, he's not the long term future of this team. No, he's got two years left. What are they going to look like in the next two years? Like, they're not winning a cup. Like, let's be honest. It's and the last one, one is, is an Adam Fox, uh, hey, I'm out of here. At the same time, we have seen some Dustin Wolf, and he has not been undeniable. Yeah, he's had four, My five starts in the NHL. Is, five. Has Dan Vladar been undeniable? Has he, no, has he, he shown to you? Has has Dustin Wolf in the like? Has he showed this? We are we're crushing this kid by not playing him. He has shown us that he should be our number one right now. What he's like, shown no. you is he's too good for the American League, and he needs an opportunity more yeah, than and he'll four starts he'll, in a season. That's what I'm saying. It's a great opportunity. Do it. Okay. Juice us up on a Saturday. Let's go. <laughs> You're going to be so drunk Saturday when that game's on. You won't know who's in that. Uh, I, don't I think Vernon's playing great. Ken Ragged is a great flame. <laughs> I didn't know Vernon was so small. <laughs> See you soon, Frank. It's Rhett's got than, that bottle of whiskey the, for you. than the negativity vortex that's surrounding you right now. Mm, okay. Hey, let me. I'll leave you with this. If you're scared, get a dog. All right. (laughs) Yes, too. That's so scared he is. Hey, the long walk to Jasper, big boy. Yeah. (laughs) See you in a couple hours. See you guys. There he is, Frank Cervelli. There's a segment right there. You know, it's a good. It's a a good argument. It's a good argument. You want to see him? You want? Here's the thing. You want him to play. Yep. If if he's going to play well and the team's going to play well. I'm not worried about the team playing Portland in front of him. I think teams. This is as good as the teams played all year. 
like a few mistakes last night, but they were right there with the Leafs. I think five on five, they probably have a chance to Leafs. They just, we talked about it on Afterburner last night. They don't have a Matthews. They don't have a Marner. They don't have a Nylander. It's, it's, it's blue collar. Um, and look, if the kid gets shelled, he, I know like what we've seen from him is he'll make this something that makes him better. He is a determined, super confident kid. He's, I, and you got to throw him to Frank's point. There's finally a chance to start him. Yeah, you can. Uh, the problem is uh, to argue the other side makes you see, sound like a jerk because you want him to do well. But uh, Devin Levi but was why, undeniable yeah. in Buffalo. He was going to lead him into the playoffs. It's a different game. It's a different the AHL and the NHL and yeah, but Devin Levi hasn't lit up the A for two and a half years. Why did, so right? why why didn't they start him last night then? I, you didn't. No one said a word about well, because Vladar played well and it was he was coming off one of his better starts of the year. So it's like okay, they, they, you well, can so poo, what you can poo poo the four or five starts there and say, well, he's only had four or five. Well, yeah. but now you're going to put the emphasis on one game. So uh, why didn't those other games mean as much? I think any time that Markstrom's been hurt and there's been a window, they try to get him some starts. I wouldn't take no, I a know, start away from them because you're, you're worried about the Oilers. The Oilers game is going to be the catalyst to to what the kid's going to be in a way. No, I challenge. mean, I, I think what it is. So what is do you do with him if he does get shit so pumped? Fucking good. What does he get? What do you do? Like yeah, he goes it, back to the A and he dominates and he prepares for his next uh, opportunity. You hope. I'm you fine with. I'm not fine with either way. I just whole I, career he's not been rattled. Yeah. yeah, it's a game in January. It's not a series. This isn't like letting in a muffin in the slot to lose a series. This is very different. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's different. So, and, and I'll ask you this: Do you think there's anything do you, behind closed doors that there would be any trepidation at all over what they saw with Markstrom? against the Oilers in that series and his play against them since. It's I would love to hear their charts. analysis of what happened with Markstrom because the moment the kid was born last year, everything changed for him. So was it the Oilers series or was it things off the ice? Was there friction outside of the room? But he was so good against Dallas, Ryan, right? He was lights yeah, out. Everyone was week early. I don't like think if you got his... a list of players that played well against Edmonton, it's like three guys long. They no, were all come shit. on the now. Don't do that. Awful. Oh, I'm Don't serious. That. No one played well. The D in front of him was awful. He wasn't good. They had leads in both games. The number that, of great A's they allowed in that series were night and day way worse than what you saw. But the louder the Oilers made, there's a difference. Right. You know what because I mean? the Flames D was dog shit. Anderson and mm -hmm. Hannafin were playing together. They're Listen, fucking off. I'm not arguing to just to be a dick, but it is the Oilers. And they do have the greatest player in the world and maybe the second greatest player, but top five for sure. So to yep. say the D was horse shit and they were giving up grade A is kind of taken away from the fact that that team up north, they make grade A. That's what totally. they live on. They totally. create and they're, grade A. So they're going to next year. Are we going to hide Dustin Wolf in the fall next no, year? Like when is the time if it's no, not you, now? You're selling it as they're, the D was no good. So that that's why they. How's the grade. D right now? I mean, I like four of them. I don't like the third pair. <laughs> uh, hey, just to jump because I'll forget. Did anyone else notice that Osterley and, and uh, De Simone De Simone were on? <laughs> Matthew scored his third. Can you? Uh, well, you know what? First. I was going to Jack. I'm going to throw the, uh, a curveball. I have. Uh, I was going to get the Rhett Warner because you're a coach and you coach your kids. Uh, is th this is the Nick De Simone? Uh, this was the first goal. Um. So he's in the middle of your screen. I got, I kick it and then I can't oh, get oh, it. Man. And then, oh, he's going to 
Zook didn't put a stick. I mean, it happens fast. I get it. Get out of his way almost. He basically, oh, are you, did you want to get by? It's like he's at Superstore. Yeah, I, I'll just, uh, whoop. I mean, it's a hell of a play by one of the best players in the world, but that could not have gone more poorly, more quickly than it did for poor. Yeah, if they have Oliver Shillington, Nikita Zadorov as a third pair, you win that game. Like it's, but it's, that, but okay. So move, but that, what I'm saying is move that to Saturday. Yeah. The You've team the that same... the Wolves going to play for the next two years is not going to be deep on defense. They're going to have some holes. Like, I don't know when you're waiting to put them in. When are they going to be really good defensively and not scared by the talent the Oilers have, if the, if they are now? Never. Like, you got two years left on McDavid's deal, one on dry sidles. Like, are you waiting until those guys leave before you put them in net against the Oilers? I, I I'm not, I don't get it. I just, I don't know what the, like, I, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm argue, I guess I'm arguing just to argue today. I just don't get the urgency to do it. The Oilers have I don't, won I don't get a, a team record 12 straight. And if they come in against Nick DeSimone and Jordan Osterley, they're going to, and the rookie goaltender, their eyeballs are going to be big as saucers. They're going to be, let's fuck these guys. Let's go. We broke if the If you want to be afraid of all the things that can go again. wrong, you can do it. Like it's, it's just, I, I think it depends on your view of the world. Dean, I really do. Like, oh, fuck off. No, I, if you ask people in the organization, you said, what do you think they think? I think it's, it would be person to person. Very different. Okay. Some people might not believe the others had anything to do with Markstrom's bad play last year. Some might think it had everything to do with it. Last year and a playoff series the year prior. That's yeah. That was what we're talking about. That's where the breaking occurred. Apparently. Yeah. Hasn't been the same since against that team. Well, I, could argue. I don't think he's played them much since. Anyway, it's a good debate. Guess what? We'll find out tomorrow. Shit, yeah. Who's got the call? Uh, I would think with Ryan Husker running the show, it would be goaltending department. So Bar. Jason LaBarbera and Jordan Sigalette would okay, say, so here's what we think it, should happen. Do they look at it the same way that you would as a fan and as a, like even Conroy, like Conroy might be like, we got to get this kid in the game. Is he they have so much going, info in front of them. Like it might be like, okay, the Oilers create these types of chances and this goal is better against those type of chances. I don't know. Like they, they, they know what they're doing there. They also will have a lot better idea how healthy Jacob Markstrom's at. And but the way you guys are Campbell talking, Harris. the way you guys, and, and I, I don't care. I I actually It'd be fun to see make, him to get to make the game more exciting. I'd rather Wolf go in. I yeah. just don't think it's clear as clear cut. And does Conroy, if he's looking at it that way, go down and say, no, 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 put the kid in. I think at this point of the, your life cycle in his organization, you don't as a GM worry about a goalie start in January. <laughs> well, but but that was Frank's point. In, in a yeah, he's a little strong. He said you have to do it. I don't get that. Like I would love to see it. I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a okay, have so, to do anything. So just flip it and put your you are you are running the flames. Their yeah. well being and their future is in your hands. And yeah. I say to you, you got to start Wolf Saturday. Yeah. And given the parameters, you are you're thin on D. The other team is on a franchise record winning streak. Mm -hmm. You need to put that that rookie goalie in because you've been holding him back. You haven't cleared a path. Tell me why he needs to start. What if he so wins? I, I, I would say if you he's your future, wins, and if they're going to have success, he has great. to be able to be, because he's yeah. your future. And if the team's going to have success down the road, he's going to have to beat teams like that. You want to know what this guy is, 
And it's not like one night's going to tell you everything, but I get the sense what they know about him. He's just incredibly competitive and he would love this. He's not afraid. We're afraid for him is what I think is happening here. The kid would love to get in like crazy. I'm sure. And I think that, yeah, you don't need to start him at all. I think it's a great opportunity for him to get a start because to Frank's point, like he's kind of like, what more can I do here, fellas? What more can I do? I'm the best goalie in the league three off. years in a row. I won goalie of the year as a rookie. I was league MVP last year. Like, just let me have more than five okay. tries at the oh, NHL right. level. So let me ask you this then. If you then play him next week, all three. Like, why didn't you if if you wanted to get him in in a you know pressure situation? There were a lot of eyeballs in last night's game. And whether yeah, Dan Vladar played well or not, I mean, yeah, okay, good, fine. But maybe the plan is to split these two games amongst them the whole time. And it just maybe. happens that it was Vladar, Toronto, Wolf, Edmonton. At the end of the day, I still wonder if Markstrom's going to be ready to go anyway. Could be. Yeah. And again, if, you know what? If know. he is, what a putz. Who Which is one? a putz? Markstrom. He's well, I see a putz. Rooting our debate. We got oh, all this built yeah. up for the game. What the Get out of here, you dumbass. Don't get me wrong. I think the kids. I think the kids a player. I don't think he would be rattled. I, 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 and I don't. I don't even think that he would necessarily get shelled. I, I think it's going to be a good hockey game. I don't I, think it's up to. I him think it's. I, the, think the I think it's a small are... percentage that it could go that worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's zero percent. No, but the no, problem it's a I have for sure. I, th- but... I think he's pumped to play, and I'm fine with him playing. The problem is, it ain't up to him. Like Joey Decord went in and he's on a nice little roll. He allowed three last night and then an empty netter. Am I right? Like it's Joey fucking Decord. It's not yeah, like Joey Decord is not the two every night here on this run. They're winning no, low scoring games. They're, they're I mean, that's a silly, that's a silly name to bring up. Joey Decord played last night. Goal- that's the only reason I bring it up. Who did no, Seattle he, put in net last night against Ryan? Edmonton? He's the not team. the goal. He's not the goalie in waiting for the Seattle Kraken. He's a goalie on the roster. It's also, it's Edmonton versus Seattle, not the Battle of Alberta. Yeah, that's fair. Less. Anyway, yes. whatever. It's great for a debate. It's lovely. But if Mark's can come back, he screws it all up. He screwed the whole thing up. Way to go, Jake. Just to get broken again, Jacob. <laughs> this tweak you got going. I'll say this, though, Retro. You are going to have some excitement coming up on Saturday. We may mm. not see Dustin Wolf, but you know what you're going to see? Matthew Coronado. It's happening, Matty. Shut front door. Feel bad for Marty Pospisil. He took a hell of a spill into the end boards. We know he's got concussions. No good. They're they're saying he's going to be okay. Shouldn't be out a long time. Post All Star break is what Frank tweeted this morning. Is the sense that could be that soon, but not the next two weeks. Or I guess there only is about what eight days till the All Star break. Yeah. So probably regardless of how bad it is you just give him that time knowing that that break is coming so you hope that he's this is going he's going to be, to be fine to shim in his history forward though yeah you potentially can, right it's hard to play that style of game and there's already had so many issues with it right like it's sad mm-hmm. it's sad because you can't play the way he wants to play and avoid contact right like remember that when, was a fluky one but yes i know but so yeah. you're playing in the nhl like, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like that one wasn't a result of, of him being Marty Pospisil so much as just an unfortunate incident. But I do agree that he's a guy that runs a higher risk of getting hurt from the way that he plays. And he's got an injury history. It's like watching Chris Tanev. You're like, I love him. He's going to miss some time. Look at how he plays the sport. That's the thing is it's the injury history and he just added to it. And that's yeah, like, totally. 
And the thing of it is, too, you'd love to see him against the Oilers playing the style. You can bring in somebody else and not to diminish what Coronado can do, but no one else is going to fill that role that he does. That kind no of other pests. I, I've, I've got a bit of offense. I come in on the four check. I'm going to get under your skin. I might draw a penalty. It's it's a He'll valuable be sorely role. missed. Yes. Yeah a valuable role that he's carved out for himself. But yeah, I do think it's going to be Coronado and I would suspect he'll fit just fine on that right side with Kadri and Zeri. Be cool. Kids been lighting Kadri up. Kadri loves Kadri needs to play with younger players. Kadri and the kids. Kadri and the kids. Kadri and the kids. Benny and the Jets. Something like that. Or oh, you got a, you got a sonar coming in? I thought we had another guest, but I guess not. Yeah, coming yeah, up about it. Yeah, coming up. Hey, but uh, did we cover everything from last night? Matthew's good. Uh, the, the other thing we talked about last night, you'd love in a one-goal hockey game, you get a power play with eight and a half left in the third. Yeah. You'd love to get a goal there. Hey, the power play clicked at 33% last night. That's way better than it they sure do at did, home. Yeah. Yeah. Just to bring that in, you know. Yeah. Just to cat all be roses. Uh so that's there you go those are the uh the opening statements just a few about an hour of opening statements for mcleod law they know what it's you know what there's nothing there's nothing more disheartening than when you're talking to somebody that's important or you need some help and you're having the conversation like this this person we are not jiving this is not we are not on the same page that's not going to happen with the folks at McLeod Law. They, uh, they're they a general firm, personal injury, whatever the legal assistance is that you are in need of, it's uh, you're getting the best of the best and you're getting good, down-home, normal folk. Proud of their Calgary roots, big part of their long-standing client relationships. They understand our city, our people, and the way things work. McLeod-Law.com is the website, McLeod-Law.com. Peter doesn't yell like that at the judge. He's a little nicer. No. Yeah. Doesn't drop F bombs like very professional. It's a very professional oh, dude. Very emotional today on the show. Those yeah. two get to sit in a car together for four hours. Yeah. Emotions are high. Ah, <laughs> oh, Frank's all right. Frank's okay. We did kind of get screwed out of a good finish. That was the thing after we yeah, finished the, the show last night. Right? Big time. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's not a, it wasn't even about, it was like, okay, so the Leafs, another blown lead. Flames coming back again. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes, let's go. Let's see what we got here. Maybe some three-on-three. Three. It's kind of shitty. Kind of and bad. it's the, the building was rocking. It, 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 you sit still for three Not according to Frank. Oh, there were empty seats and uh, people wearing Leaf jerseys. Come on, Frank. Yeah. No, it, it's that, that was a great atmosphere. It always is. Yeah. He didn't say that, but it is true. Yeah, he was there and said otherwise, but he was annoyed at what color the people's shirts were. He wasn't talking about the atmosphere. He hates the least more than people. Is that possible? I didn't know if it was possible. (laughs) Got our our Betway bets uh, coming up a little bit later on. Oh, I'll pick Friday. What did I have? I was going to, you know what? I I wanted to show I got, did you see Gritty was at it again? No. Talking about Philly, and sorry to jump, uh, I'm going to jump this one in here. Because um, remember, he was, uh, there was a kid, he wanted to date the kid's mom, he brought some, what, however that went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gritty's 
it's possible Gritty's going too far. This was oh. uh, this was on the Jumbotron. Check out now a nice moment here, right? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Get some fans. Yeah. What's happening? What's oh, happening? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Lena Nova. Lena Nova. Down on one knee. Danielle, will you marry me? Oh. <laughs> Holds up a sign. Mine's bigger. <laughs> so Gritty comes in, takes the ring away. And look at this. Whoa! Oh, Gritty. oh wow. And look at poor dude. I mean, I mean Gr Gritty's going too far. If that's what Frank's seeing every night in Philly, I take it all well, back. I mean, look, that's Philadelphia. dog shit last night. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Harvey the Hound wasn't accosting people at the Dome last night, Frank. <laughs> Grab Tossing them around. Tossing people around, scooping up. with Jesus. Harvey just stealing people's wives? Is that what you yeah. want, Frank? Yeah. Home wrecker? We, you know what? We're more... We're more cultured. We're more down home. Refined. Neighborly. Friggin' Frank. Let's do the Pinder Report. Presentation of Village Honda Northwest Autobahn. Online at villagehonda.com. You know what we've told you. If it's new, if it's pre-owned, there's there's lots of dealerships in the city. But there's the ownership group, and there's Anthony, who I believe is actually, I think he might be on vacation right now. Might He's be in enjoying a, a little place bit of... with great weather. I'm seeing photos of one bit. We've said it. We uh, we've been very lucky to partner with very good people like Peter Klein of McLeod Law and Anthony and Tanya and everybody at Village Honda. The very same. You walk through those doors, you're going to be treated right. You're going to have great quality, great selection, the best in the business. Village Honda, your dealership for life. Present the Pinder Report. All right, fellas, let's start. Last night at a very very drab and uneventful environment at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Um, Flames, we've talked about the game a bunch. They do fall, but what lies ahead could be interesting, Dean. So I think Marty Pospisil, if, if we have to handicap it, and we're not doctors, probably going to miss a little time. Meanwhile, down on the farm, the last two months, Matthew Coronado has been absolutely torching the second best league in the world as a right shot, right winger, waiting for an opportunity in the top nine. I don't want Marty Postel to be gone for long, but if he misses any significant time, I am hungry for some Matthew Coronado who rifled a goal in Pittsburgh game two or three of the season, right up under the bar on the power play and is a right shot finisher of which the Flames have had very few since Jerome McGinley. We would take questions here at the end of this show. And that was always, what's it going to take? When's Coronado coming up? What's it going to take? And with you know, waiver exemption now gone for Pospisil, it's probably going to be an injury. They're not going to send Pospisil down. It just felt like it was going to have to be mm. something like that. You didn't know about Dubé or whatever, but it's unfortunate and you hate that this is the way it comes about, if in fact it does. But it does make a lot of sense. The, the fit is perfect for him. Two things. Where's your glasses? And we spelt Coronado wrong. Oh, uh, go back. Let's see. I think that's an AI thing. That's okay. I don't. Oh, yeah, don't, that's yeah. We don't do that ourselves. That's uh, that's computer generated. Yeah. Um. Well, the, we we dim the lights, right? We change the oh. lighting atmosphere. And clearly, by looking at me, I should have had them on anyway. <laughs> My eyes get watering, and you don't need. You get some bad papers on you, Dean. Can they do an eye transplant on you? How does that work? Are you stuck with sure. those? Something about the corneas. Mm. Is, that a, is that a thing? Lasers and corneas. You got to be careful. Corneas, corneas and coronados. Corn in future, Dino. Right. 
Uh, here's Ryan Pike from last night on Ryan Huska's reaction to the game. He was uh, not a fan. Stupid plays in the neutral zone that led to turnovers and leaves chances. Also use the phrase selfish to describe the loss. And if it sounds like he's frustrated, yeah, they definitely could have won that game with less self-inflicted wounds. We, you watch the Nick Simone play on the first goal. I mean, there's a few... Uh, Noah Hannafin, a penalty way at the other end yeah. from his own net. Like, there's a few silly plays last night for sure. He was asked also post game, uh, and I don't know how I because I went back and I te actually texted you because Dylan Dubé and AJ Greer both had three shifts in the second and then no shifts in the third period at all after mm. the Pospisil injury. He, uh, Huska was asked, so Dylan Dubé and Adam Ruzichka both did some spot duty on that second line after the Pospisil injury. What do you think? So, yeah, I thought Adam played well. Sorry, Dylan. Yeah. It's not some harsh words. You get down it's to 11 and it's tough. Um, and if guys aren't going, you're just going to sit. You're going to have to sit. It's like it's like Jasper. I got to sit. I'm, I accept my role. No one's giving you that role. You're quitting. You're uh, we'll move. That. Here's your Frank bomb from this morning. This is, uh, has to do with. Frank bomb. Do you have a Frank bomb? bomb. Frank bomb. Frank bomb. Frank bomb. Uh, okay. Marty Possible, ugly spill last night. Expected to miss a couple of weeks. Likely return after All Star break. Certainly not season ending. Okay. So Feb 6th, they're well, back. You, that is their next missed, one after the All Star break. And then small print there. I don't know if you can see it on your screen. Okay. Uh, I hate Calgary. Calgary sucks. Frank Valley tweet. From you shouldn't Frank let people bomb, are Frank bomb. Frank bomb. It's a Frank, Frank bomb. bomb. It's a Frank bomb. Yeah. Um, that's now on command and demand. Whatever. <laughs> uh, standings look like this. They do not gain points. They remain uh, one of many mediocre teams that could finish in a wild card. Nashville's not actually ahead of LA. Look at the points percentage, people. Come on. Well, and you know what? We've talked. Well, I don't know if Minnesota's going to get right, guys. They're still hurt. They just lost Spurgeon for the year. They're Spurgeon not of the year. They're hurt. They talk they might sell Joel Erickson Eck, who would be someone in the Elias Lindholm category. Like, ooh, good number two center. Uh -huh. Yeah. So maybe they recoup some assets, shed some salary. They got a couple more years left of the Parise suitor prison. Maybe you get younger and buy some cap space at the deadline. You see the same retro? Yep. They're toast. Yeah, and look, if they go on a heater, that's great. They just got Kaprizov back. Their goaltending hasn't been up to snuff. That can get better. But I think they have to be open to the idea of selling at the deadline if, if unless things change pretty dramatically. Yeah. Uh, schedule's this, fellas. Uh, some team I've never heard of uh, Saturday. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Must be an expansion team. Uh, good luck in the league. St. Louis on Tuesday. Johnny back to town Thursday, and there's one below that. It is Chicago on Saturday night. That is the final pre-All-Star game contest. It'll wrap a six-game homestand. The Flames are currently one and one on the homestand. That's right, through two. It, uh, now, because you talked about it last night, would you say that you're uh, more concerned about the Chicago game than the Edmonton game? Ooh, last well, game before the All-Star break and how they've performed yeah. against Chicago? I just think you can play well and lose to Edmonton. That's not a problem. You have to start getting points against Chicago. You have zero four? in last four straight. Four. And they were dog shit last year, and they're dog shit this year, and they're hurt. Um, it's been some of your worst 
against Chicago the last two seasons. That's that's a tough one to have the flight to Aruba the next day. You know what I, I mean? I think all three of those games are tough. After the Leafs come to town, and then they play the Oilers, and you got a week, and then you got teams that you're not jacked up to play. That whole week. And it gets real. They might respond better if they get beat by Edmonton. Do you know what I mean? They might go, okay, well, we've there's got no to, mailing it in. Yeah, we got to pull yeah. up our socks here. Because there's no, and there is no sense beating Edmonton and then dropping two of the next three. Yeah, I uh, a far ahead of them. They have I worked mean, hard. They've only you're not wrong games that haven't worked. Because I even think about it so the Leafs last night and then the Oilers and then St. Louis. What do we um yeah, it's St. Louis. They're the blues. Well, and you right? said earlier they were dog shit against St. Louis, the only meeting they prior to this year. Just yeah. awful. Yeah. St. Louis looked like the Oilers. Yeah, they were, I was like, man, this team's great. Do the Harlem Globetrotters play hockey? Because this is them. No, nope, the Flames are just it. awful. Okay, here's your schedule tonight. Oh, it's pretty light, fellas. I don't know that I can get up for any of these. What are we excited about here? Jesus. Yuck. Uh, Columbus needs... Can I Can I jump in here? Yeah, please. Columbus oh, yeah, needs please. to get involved in the league some way, somehow. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Nobody cares about them. They're horseshit. They yeah. need to, I don't know what their salary cap situation is, Not good. but they need to start chewing on money and make mm. some moves so that it opens things up for other people. Well, the good news is terrible. it's a brand new GM who's got lots of leash there, so I expect some to buy some time. <laughs> like, it's trouble there, boys. The coach doesn't look good. The Babs scenario. Kekalainen's had some swings and misses. Yeah. Prospects are asking for changes of scenery. It's no good. Johnny. Jonathan. Johnny, what the fuck? Anyway, never we mind. fit them in here. Come on, Johnny. Yeah, the salaries of Tan Evan Lindholm up, Brett. You sure can. Johnny, come on. Come on home. Can he play without Lindholm? I said. I think he might be able yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't done it in Columbus. He played well with Monaghan and mm-hmm. back in the day. You, hey, uh, Monaghan's available. Monaghan's available. Yeah, I like the healthy Sean Monaghan, not the. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You trade Monaghan to Montreal with a first Mm -hmm. to get him out of town. Then you send another pick to get him back. That would be fantastic. Yeah, the pick won't be a first. That's the only good news there. (laughs) Either way. Yeah, no, I I, I hear you. I hear you. So 
we know Pete Blackburn. He's on the Twitter. He's a funny guy. He likes hockey. He's short, but he's funny. And uh, now he's doing some hits on some YouTube TV shows. Let's have a listen here. There may not be the power in the Eastern Conference as they've been for a little bit now, but the Eastern Conference, in my mind, is wide open. There is not a real standout team. And that's coming from me, a Bruins fan. I'm the biggest Bruins homo. Pobo, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that is a wild slip by me. I'm so sorry. I'm the biggest Bruins homer and Bobo in the world. So, oh man, I'm never going to live that one down. That no, clip is going to hit the internet and it's going to be. You're a meme now. Uh, I got to recover here. And the Bruins are not. Yeah, so uh, Pete Blackburn, massive Bruins homo. Hey, try doing live <laughs> sports talk, pal. That's right. You hey? try it. Yeah, you <laughs> Bruins, whatever you called yourself. Hobo? What, uh, I don't yeah, get that's it. what he said, yeah. Maybe Hobo. tomorrow I want to settle down. down. Maybe tomorrow, Maybe tomorrow I'll just keep moving. <laughs> Am I a hobo? Am I a hobo? You're a nomad, right? You're not a hobo. Okay. You're a transient. You're a squatter. Oh, I have a question. You know, get the stick over the shoulder and the handkerchief tied up over the end. What's that called? Oh, sh we've had this conversation. It's, it's a uh, word. There's a word for it. Uh, it's a, uh, oh, fuck. Skillet, sonnet, spigot, spigot, stust, swami, sloppy, swami. That was way off. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. I got a free t shirt if someone in the chat has that for us. We'll sort that out later. Oh, uh, Next, let's go. How did that Big go? weekend in hockey. Sheldon Queef. Come on, people. You can't be magnifying this shit, Jack. Come on. Jack, that wasn't me. Yeah, it's Sheldon Queef. Boomer's looking shit over there. Oh, boom. Come on. I, I absolutely did not. I'm on Google. I didn't touch anything. RJ. Somebody. What would you even Google? Hobo stick hobo stick with bandana bandana thing <laughs> it's a bindle it's a bindle the You're bindle is right it's a bindle colloquially known as the blanket stick Part okay particularly so we got within the northeastern hobo community that's right the any hobo that's right we got to hustle hobo, i believe two hobos walking along railroad tracks after being put off a train, we're carrying bindles, a bindle, bindle. stiff in other uh, regions. Love it. Thank God. Big NFL weekend. We got to hustle because Dregs is going to be here soon, is he not? All right. So, uh, 15, 16 minutes. Oh, okay. I thought he was now. We've got lots of time. We're good. Yeah. Uh, here's some of the matchups of the weekend, fellas. Lovely art. Look at this. Oh, look at Brock. Isn't that a nice, polite kid? You'd let him date your daughter. Brock Lobster. These guys are meaner. These guys look more intense. Look at the Houston. We're here. We're here to mess up your. Your season. And how about Mark Andrews is full participant in practice? He yeah, look at Andrews in the back there. Oh, he's lurking. I don't he's know like, if I'm I playing, but if I do. You thought I was dead. I am alive. I'm I'm a game time decision, but boy, and if Rhett, I get in there. Tell us you're going. Oh, I'm going. Yes. He's to going. Baltimore? No, no, no I'm not going to Baltimore because the, the, the Texans are going to beat Baltimore and we're going to play the Houston here at home. Right. Yeah, there you go. And the thirty. Uh, wasn't Malone? that the biggest comeback ever? Bills Stadium, Houston, Buffalo, Warren Moon. Oh wow, the Oilers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. They were up it's like thirty-four to two. So they must have won that game to go to the Super Bowl to lose again, right? Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> I was Sorry. waiting for Frank to pull that out. Yeah. Today I started taking pot shots at him. That's right. Here are your odds. 
Saturday games look like this. Nine and a half points. Nine and a half points. Okay, so the favorites are favorites. And why not? They're both coming off buys. The Sunday games, closer lines. Tampa six and a half. They stunned a Philly team that we have no idea how to feel about. And then there's three points, a field goal. Kansas City in the playoffs getting a field goal. So, okay. Hey, Beth, coming up later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about Stay it for them. Okay, good. Uh, Rhett, sorry about your wife leaving you to go shovel the stadium again. They're paying 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's right. She's been gone for days. I read this morning it's $20 an hour, but you do have to bring your own shovel. They're not supply shovels, people. I'm actually starting to wonder if she's still shoveling or if she's up to something else that Rob Ray hasn't been around much either. <laughs> Rhett, no. <laughs> Robert. Maybe they're opening a shovel store by the stadium. Oh. It could be. I, I, why is your brain going there, Rhett? Come on. Um, and there's. it's funny with coaches in the NFL. You notice, like, they have the coaching trees. There's some similarities. And this guy worked that guy. That. Jay Kuda laid out another banger for us okay. yesterday. Okay. You ready for the Jay There's Mike's, there's Mick's, and there's Sean's. You got a Mike McCarthy. You got a Sean McVay. Sean Mick. Like, this is some pretty good coaches in there. So if you're not a Mike, a Mick, or a Sean, I don't know that you should be getting into coaching in the NFL. Wow. Well, I don't know if McCarthy is any good. So. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, but I think he's perfect for Dallas. What about you know McDermott? What I mean? If uh, things go sideways this weekend, will McDermott get Mick fired? I don't know. Like, if you lead your team to the playoffs five years in a row and you get a couple home games every year, and you've been, I don't know. Yeah, it's not like the guy openly made a reference to Al Qaeda in a 9 11 event midway through the season. I don't remember that. <laughs> they haven't lost since. What about uh, what about Big Bill? Get Big Bill in there. Bill not Parcells? a Mick, not a Sean. He must be retiring. Yeah, Bill Parcells. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Calvary FC. There's snow out there and it's cold, but they announced their home opener yesterday. Messy. Let's have a look. No messy yet. This is the CPL oh. season. Pacific's coming to town. Part of the schedule release. Late April, three o'clock on a Sunday. I love it. Oh, can't wait. Actually, check. There will be nice weather again. It won't always be cold and snowy. Uh, no messy yet. They're going to go to Victoria to play their opening leg against uh, the team they're facing in that tournament. Oh, we're going to Jasper, boys. Are you ready? That looks look, nice. Look at some look of the highlights guy. from last year. The undefeated Flames Nation, Blasty Pinders. Yeah. It's a big, big uh, shoes to fill here from some of the new fellas. True. Uh, there's the Wolverine. I don't know if that's pre or post concussion or pre or post double Caesar. Could be all the above. It's probably post all of the above. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on there. Look at that face. <laughs> Scrambled egg. It's a ragtag looking bunch. It sure is. Luckily, was... luckily we've added RJ and Jack to the yeah. group. Really going to raise our Went from uh, grinders quality. to high end skill. Good job. We got a goalie from Russia. Don't worry about us. There's no goalies. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we close the Pinder report. It's been a while. It's been a while. Is that stained? It's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But Bird one of our story. old friends has old checked in friend. from down under. Aussie Brad. Boom, boom. Pinder, retro, man cave, boys. New year. So I'm hoping the boys are going to be up and about. Tonight, Friday night here. Fuck, we've had a few stubbies. Everyone's sort of gone to bed. It's not that late, but fucking no. I've had a good time. 24, I want to show you this. 
So we've come over to 24 here this morning. 23 last year, that's how many stubbies. This year we've started off all right at 24. And now we're trying to watch these pricks get through these fucking dog cunts. So we'll see how we go tonight. I'm fucking pretty up and about. I'm optimistic about tonight. Fucking, I don't know why Tree's not there tonight. I'm with you fucking both. I don't know. Why the fuck did you show? Is he a chicken ass motherfucker? Or is he just really scaring? I don't fucking reckon he's scouting, boys. I don't know. I reckon he's fucking chicken shit. I'll tell you one thing. Fucking good man like Kingy over here, he'd be fucking there. He'd face the music. I'm telling you, fellas, I don't know. But either way, I'm settling back. Got the fire here, boys. Got the stubby up there, fellas. And I'll be watching this game. Go fucking play the UK patch up, Boomer. Boy, Aussie Brad. <laughs> nice. What a set! Now, what did he call the Leafs again? I missed that. It was uh, uh, some dog is, is dog season. runts. Yeah, I don't know. Is, like yeah, it's a lot in there. Runt, yeah, yeah. Trilliving took it a bit there from old. Well, and to be to be fair, Trilliving was there. He changed his plans and showed up. It was classic Trilliving misdirection. No, uh, no montage. That's probably why he said I'm not going to be there. So they gas the. Montage. Well, that's what I mean. He doesn't want them nope. to do anything special. Probably wheeled in a couple minutes late. Use the side door. In he goes. Yeah. Change plans. He's a lot, uh, you know, he's a lot smarter when he's got the best goal scorer in the world. I noticed that. Yeah. I think when you're down one after 20, you're probably not as nervous as a lot of other teams after the badly as they played in the first. Like, eh, that's fine. How about, you know what? How about that Aussie Brad setup? It's good. Yeah. Jack was saying fire going. The man cave. Perfect. And, and you know what? Some little wimpy fireplace. I was going to say, know. not some little, you got your. Propane tank. No. I like that he's got a new bottle opener for 2024. Yeah. And then they yeah, fall and on. Pile. All that and stubbies. That's last year. This is yeah. the starting fresh. He is a beacon of hope for all of for, us. For society. I just just be like Ozzy Brad. Be like Brad. Yeah. Be like Brad. We got to get him up here. He should be coming to Jasper. I, think I don't think he's afraid of the cold weather. I think you're 100% wrong. I think we have oh. to go there. We well, I think it's see all the above. I, I agree that we should do that. I also think you should come here too. We need if more we Aussie Brad. We get a week of lives. shows from the Aussie Brad man cave. We'd sponsor the <laughs> shit out of that thing. Yes. Right? I'm, I think the time change, it's interesting. Like, let me see what time it is in Oz right now. Because it might actually be like us banged up at 1 a.m., which could be some of the best shows we ever do. <laughs> Yeah, well, oh my yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's. Uh, I, I'm not even. Uh, I am. I'm a little worried about some of the wildlife situation there. Yeah, we'll just stay in the man cave. Stay close to the fire. Have some wallaby come up through the toilet and bite you in the shitter. But what's uh, the uh, what's the dog's name? Trigger. Get Trigger by your side. You'll be fine. Trigger. Four twenty-three. Oh, four twenty in the morning. That's horrible. We're that's we too stay far. Up late. Yeah, we'll be waking up. I'll be staying up. That's we can do good. a late start, and we can start or at seven. pre-record. We pre-record. Oh. Yeah. Drop it at ten. Bang one out at midnight, Aussie time, and then it'll drop at the usual slot here. Bang one out at midnight, and then do the show. Yeah, something like that. Hmm. I bet you know what I do that with this show with a oh, ten a.m. start. Sometimes okay. I got to bang That's one out. Pender report. Thank what? you, Dean. Village Honda. All makes all models, all budgets. New, used, 70 units on site, 400 more inside the dealership group make 
Village Honda, your one-stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are worth the trip. Located in the Northwest Automall. You said something there. Uh, oh, I effed my focus. You said Vina Nova when we were <laughs> watching that gritty video. We are less than a month away to Valentine's Day. Oh. Less than a month. Less than a month, boys. We got to get uh, get things figured out. Justin is, you know what? He's doing the, he's, come on. Barn burgers. He'll take care of you. Send all the barn animals over. We'll take care of them. He did say it was around Christmas because we had those, the three stars, the three tiered uh, deals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? The, got a lot of the barn burner guys coming in. They, they don't really know what they're doing or what they're looking for. But, but they know uh, to trust me. <laughs> and I said, that's that's what you're getting. That's it. Look, we told you that's what you're, we're going to be sending your way. It's going to be good guys, but they're going to be, they're going to be lost in the woods. You're going to have to direct muck. them. Yeah. But that's where it uh, it's lab grown diamonds. I don't even, you don't even hear people talk about the other, the old, the old, old timey diamonds. Justin's ahead of the curve on this man. Passe. Love it. 75% savings, 80%, 60%. Wow. You're going to save a ton on the lab grown. Either you're getting more for your dollar or you're saving a bunch of dollars on a great gift. Earrings, bracelet, ring, whatever it is. And what I've done. We set up the day. It's going to be a nice day. We're going to go have lunch. Mm -hmm. Then we go to Vina Nova. You pick out something nice for yourself. It's a win, win, win for everybody. VinaNova.com, second level of Stephen Avenue Place downtown. Get on it. Feb 14, I it's believe. A great is restaurant day. there. And lunch listen, visit is a great idea. Listen. Listen. Valentine's Day is not like Christmas. Chris, well, you can't miss Christmas, right? Valentine's Day, it can sneak up on you real fast. Oh, that's can, true. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. being sung. When you turn the radio on in the car, it is not Christmas music for a month yeah. straight. Or Valentine's music, right? Like, yeah. There's no you, holidays. Kids aren't done yeah. school for two weeks. You can It can sneak up on you. You're right. Valentine's can be like, oh, shit, tomorrow. Yeah. I'm screwed. Don't it's screw true. it. We're warning you. We'll have some steady reminders between now and then over the next month. We'll tr we'll do our best, but we know that we're all dumb. Guys are dumb. We forget stuff. We get, it's like you say, Red, it can slide right by if you're not paying attention. Uh, just a quick update here from the, uh, from the chat. There's, oh, there's deeper. Just finished my stretches before the drive to Jasper. Oh, baby. Is he hitting the road already? Deeper. Good commitment. Boy, deeper. Had a boy. There, settle in, get the. Do you think he uh, is aware how much of this weekend's success for Flames Nation is resting on his shoulders? I only think it's sort of 60 to 70%. And I know there's five or six of us, but um, he's if, as long as he wants to perform like Austin Matthews, I'm not concerned about our team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just want to be the best, that'd be, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, three and count on two from the rest of us combined, maybe one. Yeah. yeah. Now, I wasn't here on Monday. But I heard that you uh, you trotted out one of our new sponsors, Douglas Mattress. That's right. Yes. Named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Two, over 200,000 Canadians have gotten on board. They have Douglas Mattress in their home. 10,000 five-star reviews. Um, I, I want you to, because I missed it, because I have a Douglas Mattress, 
and I, I, I want to talk about it, but I just want to get your like next week because I'll get into it because I have a I have a story about oh. my old mattress and my new Douglas mattress. You can tell by my tone that things are going well, but yes, give me your uh, give me your experience uh, again. Well, I just think like we're so keen to like, oh my gosh, this milk's a day over. Like we got to go get some, and we're leaving mattresses for like 30 bleeping years. What are we doing here, people? This is gross. Mm-hmm. I started thinking about when I wet my, when I met my wife and how long that mattress had been like, no, we need, what are, what are we doing here? Thank yeah. you, Douglas, for reminding me we can upgrade this. It doesn't need to be like a luge run on each side of the middle, you know, bleep that. It's so, amazing technology. It shows up at your door in a box. Tiny, yeah, for the for, <laughs> for a I mean, it's, mattress. It's a small box. It opens up as soon as you get it out of the plastic. Yeah. And I love that I can get in and out of it without waking up the boss. Yeah, it's uh, shows. It's easy online ordering, delivered in a box to your doorstep, free shipping, coast to coast to coast. With Douglas, it's industry leading, risk free trial. 365 night risk-free trial. That's a lot of nights, Retro. That's that's a lot of nights. It's damn near a decade, I'm told. Yeah. And if you do 365 nights, you throw in some naps, you know, in there, you're you're getting a lot of use. Do you guys nap? Oh, yeah. I wish I could. I try if I can. I'd love a good nap. I mean, if you don't like it, you get a full refund. No questions asked. And they donate mattresses to local charities. Every mattress order comes with a free comfort sleep bundle, two memory foam pillows with pillow protectors, one luxurious cotton sheet set, Ooh. and one mattress protector, which is, you know, you got to have that. A 650 value, yours free when you order a Douglas mattress now. Go and check it out online. Order today, douglas.ca slash flames nation. I'll say it again douglas.ca slash flames nation to your door risk-free 365 day trial and that uh comfort sleep bundle showing up 650 value it's it's an unbelievable deal proudly made right here in calgary ensuring the highest quality materials and fastest delivery to you i know you've probably seen it on you've seen commercials or you've seen it online don't wait don't just take our word for it get that thing in your house uh, no regrets. Douglas.ca slash Flames Nation. Uh, if, if I said you, it sleeps cool, do you think I would have my sunglasses on like Boomer while I'm sleeping? Or what to, would yeah. I mean? Not not as cool as how mine's sleeping, I'll tell you that. You know what I hate? When it's like sweaty, hot mattress. Let it breathe, baby. That's good. Let it breathe. Love it. And it has breathe. Douglas. That's my Doug- old man's name. It is. Douglas. Douglas.ca slash Flames Nation. Let's get to uh, our NHL Insider. Brought to you by TELUS. We go to the Insider Hotline, a presentation of TELUS, where you can enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win, go online. TELUS.com slash Flames Contest from TSN. Our boy, Darren. Oh. How we doing, Dregs? Doing okay, fellas. Doing okay. No issues. You- you look, you look very, you look very good. You, have you lost some weight? You're, you're shaven. You, business you, casual today. Hey, look ah. at Dregs. You, you look like you're about 30, 35 years old. Yeah. Why are you so excited? Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? End of the week. Um, yeah, not a lot going on. It was a busy week. We had a good week. Yeah. So 
Uh, I'd, I'd like to report I've lost some weight, but that's not entirely true. I had lost some weight. Then the holiday season hits. I feel like I probably gained some back. Uh, I did shave this morning, though. So that, that might nice. be like, yeah, and I got a haircut. So yeah. look at you. See? And you know what? It's because we're, I, I don't like the way it's set up because you're right next to my fat face. So it, it hurts me and it helps you. So you're well, I got a haircut too, Dregs. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Before I was brought into the segment, I, 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 I guess I was admiring, like I was looking and looking going, geez, that's a lot of curl. What do we call that? Like, is it? This is a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. We went to the mullet arena last week, Dregs. It was phenomenal. It was unbelievable. So we were rocking the mullet at the mullet. And I had a, uh, an adult that uh, came up to me yesterday. You are a father. You have children. You are a grown man. What are you doing with that hair? So uh, I think I have to keep it a little longer. Yeah, oh, good for you. I saw just off topic a little bit, and I'm not going to do the impression or replay what we saw, but I'll just invite anybody paying attention here. Uh, I can't remember what the press conference was. It was a Raptors press conference, but I think it was, you know, somebody doing the game or whatever. And we've all been in that environment where the fans are behind you and all of this. There's a grown man and his son. Did you see this, Boomer? Have you seen no, this? No. Okay. Well, it probably is easy to find. It was this week. And he's waving from behind the interview, you know, and his son is waving and all this. And then um, you remember the movie Kingpin with Woody Harrelson? Oh, yeah. yeah. And there was the bedroom scene. With, yeah oh dear paying rent yeah i mean yeah. Come oh on, no man. i didn't do that the dad does this no with his son standing beside so anything ryan you went through uh, yeah that 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 fails in comparison i think yeah thank you drex a little perspective is important <laughs> it's a sponsored segment or i'd start rattling off some lines from that what is it about good i didn't anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> I, I just I just quickly while we were coming in, take a look. Points yeah. percentage. Yep, there they are, still tops in the league, the Winnipeg Jets. Wow. Um, we we're yeah. talking especially here where mm. we'll see what happens with the flames. But you know, Elias Lindholm, where where are they gonna be trained? Well, we talk about Boston and we talk about Colorado, we talk about Carolina, New Jersey, whatever. What are the Winnipeg Jets going to do? They're in an they're in unprecedented positioning in the National Hockey yeah. League standings. Kyle Connor back and yeah. what's their their goaltending looks to be okay what do the jets need to do what are they hoping to do well they'd like to add a center to the point you're making here um yeah. and every contending team wants to add depth on their blue line i mean that's just a staple every year um you know they're looking for a two center you know lindholm might be a little bit too high, uh, you know, too high of a, a piece of real estate for the winnipeg jets given what they want to give up uh, Sean Monahan makes some sense. I mean, I think he'll be option B for a lot of teams, but the center market really hasn't fully exposed yet. And it probably won't until after the all-star break because you get a little bit deeper into the month of, of February. Um, when Calgary gets to that place where they're genuinely in a position to trade some of these pieces, Lindholm being among them, they're not going to have a problem finding the suitors. You know, I, you know, we, we've talked about it before. You look at Colorado, you look at Boston, um, Winnipeg certainly in the market. Edmonton is in the market. Not that you know Calgary and Edmonton are likely going to do business at that level, uh, but yeah, I mean Winnipeg's the real deal, as we can see. The eye test shows us that. But they also know that these seasons can be fleeting, right? They can be fleeting. 
So you'd better make sure to have all of the question marks erased going into the playoffs as best you can without deeply mortgaging the future. So there'll be a player at center and perhaps on defense. I heard the name Joel Erickson echo out there. I don't know if that was wild speculation or if that's actually a conversation. He's locked up forever for the wild, but it kind of looks like a lost year for the wild. The flip of what you're talking about with Winnipeg, where it's like, Hey, this mm-hmm. is, this could be a year. Do you think that's uh, something that could be broached? I do think he doesn't have any no move protection. He's, he's yeah. a, you want to talk to C a guy that's having a nice offensive year. Like yeah. that's a good player. A, a real good player, and and automatically, I, I can't dismiss it because Billy Guerin is a general manager. He's like Brad Trilliving. You know, he's in on so many different conversations, and tongue-in-cheek can be critical of his fellow general manager because nobody wants to step up to the plate and actually do anything. They just yeah. like to talk about it. Um, but Billy is not that. I mean, he can be a gunslinger. So that's why I'm, I'm not saying no. Uh, but they're also a team that knows that they're better than what they are right now. And that's why he came out recently and said, we're not we're not moving out pieces until we have a full handle on where we're at this season. If they dip moving forward, then I, I think he's open to any conversation, right? And and that's kind of where some of the speculation on Marc-Andre Fleury has been born. Um, mm. You know, but it gets complicated with some of the pieces in Minnesota. Fleury does have full trade protection. He has the full no-move clause. And as his agent, Alan Walsh, uh, has reminded many of us this week, Flower isn't going anywhere unless it's an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup and he's actually the goalie. He's not going in as insurance. He doesn't have much interest in being a backup. So if a a contending team, unfortunately, has an injury, which happens, of course it happens, then I think he'd be willing to listen to something like that. So I, I can't say that Billy isn't willing to do something pretty significant. I just feel like for him, it's it's a little bit early. Rhett, did you want to jump in there? I was I was just to get back to Winnipeg. It's I'm trying to th- I, just off the top of my head, Kevin Hayes. They brought in. I think they gave up that first round pick that year, and it didn't. It was not a not success yet. story. No. Kevin Day off traditionally, I think, is kind of on the more passive side. We keep waiting, and Rhett, we've talked about the one year they brought in Jordy Ben when they yes, really. Yes, that's felt... the year for me where they were real Gio. good, and they needed a defenseman. And they're... yeah, Jordy Ben, mm. yeah, kind of fell yeah. slot. I, I just wonder to, do he and the whole brain trust there? Do they do they look at it and say there's no it, it's as wide open as it's ever going to be, and we're as strong as we've ever been. Right, push chips to the middle. I I I don't know what. Elias Lindholm yeah. would cost. I don't know what they have. It feels like they draft and develop really well. They do. Yeah. They'd have some it, assets. I would think they could probably shed. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would think so. But, you know, you're always, if, if you're Craig Conroy, you know, you got to like the fit because what you're not going to like is, and, 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 okay, the other side of this is where does Newport Sports fit into the equation? If you're giving up the assets that are required to trade for Elias Lindholm, you want a real good crack at extending him and, and keeping him moving forward. And that isn't going to be cheap. You know, we've followed closely on that file and there hasn't been dialogue really between Newport and Calgary, you know, largely because, you know, it's probably yeah. Lindholm who's interested in exploring, at least exploring the market, if not wanting change. So whoever makes that trade, unless it's a perfect fit, is, is probably going to have to pay that premium. So that will factor in. You know, I mean, Winnipeg is, they have some cap space, but mostly they're a, a, a cap team. So I'm not saying no to it. I mean, they might have the pieces that that come into play. 
Um, but when one Canadian team deals with another, especially inside the conference, it gets complicated because Winnipeg is, is they're loaded for years to come here. You know, the Shifley contract now, Connor Hellebuck, he's juiced up. They're, they'll get Cole Perfetti signed. I mean, he's a restricted free agent. So it could be year after year of watching the team get better. Well, the question I was going to have again is that when is making a trade actually a negative? Because you yeah. got guys slotted in there, the team's yeah. playing well. You got to be sure the chemistry doesn't change. Like there are, there's, it, it happens too often. Only one team yeah. wins, but it happens too often where teams that look like front runners that go on a long run make a trade and it actually goes yeah. in reverse for them. It does. And normally because of, again, the capital applications for so many of these contending teams, we're talking about expiring contracts. So you're talking about rentals. And when's the last time a good rental, a top rental in the market was traded and it paid off? Doesn't, doesn't happen very often. And then you let that piece walk for free and you're sitting there going, geez, we gave up a first, we gave up this, we gave up that. Um, and we ended up losing the second round of the playoffs. So, you know, I think that, uh, there's some sensitivity around that for sure. And in Winnipeg's case, I think, Brett, you make an excellent point here. You know, they're a really good team. And, and when they get healthy, you know, there's supposed to be an update on, on Mark Shifley coming up here. They didn't expect that he'd be out as long as he is. It's, it's turned out to be something more significant. So we'll see whatever that update is. I haven't uh, had it sent to me yet. Um, but when they're healthy and you see the chemistry that's going to continue to form between uh, a guy like Velarde and Kyle Connor. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure they need a whole lot more. We had noodles on. We have noodles on every Wednesday. He brought up a couple of things that I'm going to pass through now. Not that okay. I'm looking for you to clean nice. up a mess or anything like that. I'm not, you know, mm. throwing noodles. But he was, obviously, we're very focused on the Flames here and what they might be doing. He brought up the name Bowen Byram in Colorado. It's not the first time we've heard his no. name. I think maybe yeah. even we've talked about him. Yeah. If Colorado is going to look for a, a, a second line center, could it be Lindholm, that sort of thing. And if Bowen Byram is available, our, our question was, why would Bowen Byram be available? His yeah. contention mm -hmm. was that, well, there's some depth there. You're, you're not going to keep everybody. There's some yeah. guys you're certainly not keeping. Uh, just your read on that Colorado defense and is is Byram the one that possibly could be used as currency if they're going to make a deal? I mean, it's possible. Uh, I've heard that name, but not from anyone direct in, in Colorado. Uh, and normally what I do when I hear names like that, where you go, geez, you know, he's, he's a pretty good player and teams don't often give up and still relatively young defense. You know, we know what his history is with injury. So is, is that a bit of a concern for the club? Maybe, although that feels like it's fading. Um, so I did ask a couple of teams and I, the response I got was, well, is he in play? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, I'm asking you that question. <laughs> you know, have you heard that? And again, just two teams. So I'm not scouring the market here and both said they hadn't heard that. But if, you know, again, making your point, Dean, if, if you're trying to acquire a two center, I mean, that's a high quality position. Right. So you're going to have to give quality up. And if Byram is, uh, you know, if 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 they're willing to throw him into the equation, then I would think that that would get the attention of the Calgary Flames or any other team that's willing to part with centers. And you know, I'm going to repeat myself here. You know, the center market really isn't that deep, is it? At least not yet. Like we're, we're not talking about many other centers being in play outside of a couple or a few. So 
that'll establish itself more so after the all-star break, but Byron would get the attention of a lot of GMs. And and the thing is too, with, with Lindholm, a couple of things, the flames would have the yeah, yeah. ability to eat some salary and there's no, sure. no trade protection, which right. is, so it's a thin market. And who, yeah. who's to say if any of the other centers have that kind of uh, yeah. availability. So Do, what what can he like he's hardly played five years and it's like he's still less than 150 games that's that speaks to a massive injury yeah. risk like how yeah. how what anything on that or is it just it is what it is like guys are injured until they're not well yeah i i, I think so but there's no no doubt that teams inquiring and expressing interest would have that deep concern in the back of their mind i mean there was a point at one point, I want, I want to say a year or so ago, where there was some question as to whether or not this kid was going to be able to come back and play again, right? Mm -hmm. Like that, that's kind of where he was at. So the longer he stays healthy in the league, um, you know, more at ease, probably he feels, and the Colorado Avalanche feel, and maybe those who are, are making these calls. But I, I, I can't remember if it was Ken Hitchcock or who it was. You know, it was an old school coach years ago, told me point blank, you don't know what you're getting in an NHL defenseman or at UA in on this until they've played 300 NHL games. When, you, when you've when you got that heft of resume behind and underneath you, then you know what you're getting. So even though he's a sexy name, yeah, absolutely, for a lot of reasons, it could be buyer beware. I actually agree with that because even here in Buffalo, Darlene did it. He came in, had a great first year. I, this is what I, my trend has always been for defensemen. It feels like they come in, they play really good, and then there's a dip for a year yeah. or two. Not that they're bad, but it's they they have a hard time maintaining it. And then year four, all of a sudden, it just starts to happen for them. So mm -hmm. you see it with lots of guys. It's not an odd thing. Owen Powers yeah. going through it right now here in Buffalo. Yeah. Had a great yeah. first year and is yeah. seemed to be struggling this year. So get it some games in, and who knows. Yeah, agreed. He also brought up, he says, every you talk about Boston, that's just uh, <laughs> Patrice Bergeron. Every time yeah. oh, he's just hanging, he's out at the rink. Eh? Has he got skates he's in his bag? Has he, got, has he got his stick in the truck? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it would not seem crazy from a, a long ways away to think that this guy would keep himself in shape. He's super yeah. smart. He is a slam dunk Hall of Famer. What an ad he could be. For the Bruins. Well, and we know, you know, Brad Marchand, I think, has basically admitted that he's pestering him daily. Like, yeah. come on, man, you can come back. Let's make another run for this. Let's have some fun. I mean, Marchand would be tremendous at, at, at trying to do that. Um, you know, as soon as I think it was our buddies on Spit and Checklets who first lobbed out that possibility. So automatically, you know, I go into the fact checking mode and I checked in with his agent, Phil Cavalier, and he said, oh, well, that would be a surprise to me. You know, he said he certainly hasn't hinted that. Um, and then following up, I don't know which Boston reporter it was, but I, I follow a slew of them on on social media. And one of them actually got a hold of Patrice and quoted him as saying, no, no, I'm, I'm not coming back. So unless there's a sudden change of heart. Um, but I mean, Patrice Bergeron wouldn't have gone into retirement half-heartedly. I mean, he he would have been considering this for a lengthy period of time. But when you look at the Boston Bruins, I mean, more so than Colorado or some of the teams that are in the market for a centerman, the Boston Bruins actually need, they need depth in that position. You know, they had a 19-year-old kid, Matthew Potter, playing center 
Uh, he's been out with a shoulder injury, and there's some question as to whether or not he's going to be able to come back or whether he needs that shoulder surgically repaired. I mean, you're talking about kids playing third line center mm -hmm. or wingers having to play center. And I see they've got Geeky playing center now. Yeah. Um, and Jimmy Montgomery is, is he's a master at, you know, moving his lines and shaking things up and putting versatile players in different positions and all that. But obviously in Boston, it's a deep area of need. So I think that probably promotes that speculation more than anything. Good time to sell centers, boys. And it you know, is. For, I guess bad. just a thought on on Bergeron. Such an unceremonious end to the season. They have the best regular season ever. You just feel like they are poised to put on a tear through the yeah. postseason. Oh. To see, uh, obviously, we all remember Marshan tears in his eyes. Those guys embracing as they left the ice. No one, including them, saw that coming. If if he says no, it's no. But I think even from yeah. again, as a hockey fan. Yeah, well, Patrice, you deserve a better ending than that. Not to well, say more than that, up, but let's let, you know, don't go out that way. Did he not bulge a disc in his back in a meaningless game eighty two in Montreal because he wanted to slide yeah. one more? Like that—that's the real untold story. What yeah. the Bruins is—he's gimping around with a bad back and they lose a three one lead. Like if he's and, healthy, and, there's no way. And isn't it always the body that tells you when you're done? You know, the yes. heart is yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the heart is there. Uh, the heart will stay for 10 years after he'll still think he can <laughs> do it. It's your body. Regeer said it. I've said you, you go to the rink four yeah. hours early just to get ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a long haul. It's, it's, it's it, your body yeah. will let you know. And, you know, he's a player that could play at 50, 60% and, and still make an impact. But for him to back away the way that he did, uh, the fashion that he did, and he's doing it for the right reasons, right? I mean, he's a young dad, wants to be able to play with his kids and get on the ice with his kids and do all of that. I mean, as you guys know, it, so he comes back and he plays a partial season, and I don't believe he's coming back. We've established that. But he plays a partial season, maybe the playoffs. He takes one hit, not even a hit. I mean, it could be something very simple, and then all of a sudden he's twisted up and he's regretting doing it for the next 10, 20, 30 years of his life. So I'm I'm, I'm just not buying it at this stage. Doing that, uh, I don't know, is it Sesame Street? The one of these things is not like the other. Just looking yeah. at the looking at the league standings, top to bottom, in terms of points percentage. And yeah. Okay, so we got Winnipeg, Boston, Vancouver, Colorado, Florida, the Rangers, Dallas, Vegas is yeah. there. Philadelphia ahead of the well, I guess six twenty-two, tied with the Edmonton Oilers. Wow. Yeah. What is happening Bonkers. with Philadelphia? Hmm. Well, a little bit of everything. And I'm gonna start with John Tortorella, who, you know, I, I, I think we all can appreciate. Um, number one, from a media standpoint, he just gives us fodder every time they put a mic in front of his face because he just calls it like he sees it. And, you know, he's not worried about hurting feelings, whether that's coaching or or dealing with the media. But I, I, I think what we're learning here yet again is John Tortorella reinventing himself and proving that he's a hell of a hockey coach, right? Um, and, you know, they've got some good pieces there, but there was so much dysfunction around that team coming into this year that I don't think the pieces kind of knew where they fit. So Torts kind of figures some things out. Uh, they clean up some areas that they needed to clean up. 
Uh, you know, they come in with Keith Jones and, and Danny Breer and promises are made that they're, they're going to rebuild the foundation of this team, but they're going to do it in a manner that doesn't include a fire sale. Like, yeah, they, you know, they made a heck of a trade in sending Cutter Gochi, who didn't want to play for Philadelphia, to the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, they only get a right shot defenseman who's probably going to be a star in the NHL at some point in Jamie Drysdale. And there are other moves that they're going to make or not make. I mean, we've been talking about Sean Walker and Nick Sealer being mm -hmm. on the block for mm -hmm. months, months. But they're comfortable enough, um, and they believe that these guys will be fair in the offseason. So they may use them as own rentals if there's actually a playoff march and find other ways to get better moving forward. So really from top to bottom, from management all the way through to the players who deserve the most credit, they're a heck of a story this year. Because it's kind of self-serving. Because here as we watch Hannafin and Tanev as potential trade bait, yeah. you hear about Philadelphia and Sealer and Walker. And so, yeah. are, are they in a spot where, no, how the hell are we trading these guys? Like you say, yeah. they're our own self-rentals. We're keeping those guys. Yeah. So, um, But to your to your point about Torts, he's he's had success in so many different places. And you you talk to people, it's just Tortorella guy. He's a tired, yeah. he's this, he's that. But and nothing's universal. I don't think Kevin Hayes yeah. would be a fan, but so many yeah. guys loved him. Corey Sarich here in Calgary played for him, obviously back in the Tampa Bay days. Can't say enough good things about him. Yeah. I, I mean, isn't it always about communication? Tell me what you want me to do and I'll try and do that. Yeah. You know, don't tell the media what you think I should be doing. Tell me what you think I need to do. You know, that's just, kind of one-on-one stuff, but hey, he'd be on my Jack Adams ballot pretty high. You know, I mean, you look at Rick Tockett, you look at Rick Bonus, um, and of course there are others that require, you know, recognition, but if I were voting today, I, Torts, he'd be number three at worst right now, right. number three behind those two guys. Anything going on as we head into the weekend? We're kind of rounding the corner here, all-star yeah. break coming up. We're going to be out your way in a week. Yeah. Weeks, yeah, right? and no, there's not a whole lot going on. I mean, we're you know we're watching a couple of teams. Um, the LA Kings just look miserable right now. Yeah, yes, they, they look do. miserable. And Rob Blake comes out yesterday and says that you know the idea of, of firing Todd McClellan hasn't crossed his mind. He hasn't really given it any thought. And I, hey, I'm not calling Blakey out at all. Um, but I also know that you know even that game last night, they just they don't they look discombobulated. So at some point something is going to have to give there whatever it is. Or they're going to have to figure out how to push the buttons of Pierre-Luc Dubois because yeah, no good. That's what I was going to say. There's a trend here. It's three teams now. <laughs> but I think there's a trend here where yeah. there's a lot of ability, but there's not a lot of go-get-it kind of attitude. I took want some, what I, I want. Yeah. What I want. Be nice. They to took me. some. They took some beloved guys out of that Kings dressing room and brought in one guy yeah. who's a disgruntled guy. Wherever he goes. Wow. Well, and, Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, just the other move they made this offseason. No one talks about is they, they get a yeah. second rounder for Sean Dersey, who looks way yeah. better than anything that should be yeah. traded for a second rounder. So you look yeah. at that minute that that wild yeah. that sorry the Winnipeg swap and the Coyote swap, and you're like. Both the teams they did those trades with right yeah. now, and it's early. We're a half year into these trades. It looks like they're landslides for the other guys. And 
as deep as the Kings were. And I love the name bars down the middle when you got Byfield on the wing and you're still going Kopitar, Dano, Dubois. But yeah, they might lose both those deals. They were supposed to yeah. set them up for a theoretical cup run here. Yeah, and, and throw Sean Walker in the mix too. I mean, right. he was playing yeah. deeper, you know, on that blue line. You know, you've got some pretty big horses back there. But that's where it gets problematic, I would think, for management because – you know, everybody has a boss, including Rob Blake and Luke Robitaille. Um, so is someone with ownership going, okay, well, how did we miss? What happened here on Pierre-Luc Dubois? You know, he did not work in Winnipeg, did not work in Columbus, but we thought that he was going to work here. Like, yeah. what did you, like, try and convince me. What did you guys see? Because the three pieces that we sent to Winnipeg, two yeah. of the three, Kabari's coming back online. I mean, Winnipeg's probably well, they're not. Winnipeg's not as good as they are. They're not even close. If Pierre Luc Dubois is playing in Winnipeg the way he's playing in LA, the Winnipeg Jets are not where they are as we have this conversation. That has to fall on management. It has to. That's good for me. It goes back, goes back. It's a stupid term, but if you got guys that are keep begging they want to be treated a certain way and i need this and i'm not going to play my hardest here it yeah. speaks to character it Red speaks flag. to character and if you don't have character you ain't gonna win imagine the conversations that dubois and anze kopitar have had I i'm assuming or drew Doughty. like i mean they've got some boys in that line of know how to win um and and a play, they've played through a lot every player that's been in the league as long as those two guys played through a lot and you're seeing and when 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 Dubois is motivated fellas he's yeah. fun to watch isn't he like he's well, a that's the thing, right he's he's a flick of a switch away from oh you know, he could take over a series like he when he's engaged physically oh and then he's me I had a guy yeah. I had a guy after the game last night who was at that game sent me a note said Todd McClellan looks like he wants to murder okay so that which is which is brutal and too tongue-in-cheek sure yeah but it puts the gm what you said blakey and and robitaille in a shitty spot because now you you committed to this guy you brought him in he's supposed to fill your finish the job for you kind of put you over the top and now you're stuck and I don't know it, but if that's what you're saying, and the coach is pissed off at the player, and the player's not responding. Well, now you got a shitty situation, and yeah, that trickles through the room when you've got key guys Agreed. and coaches not getting along. There's issues; it, it, it gets into everything. Well, and and maybe you have to expedite the development of a player who's having a heck of a year in Quentin Byfield, right? He's playing on the wing. Kopitar loves playing with that kid, but. I think in the long term, the LA Kings look at Byfield as probably being a centerman and maybe being the Kopitar successor. Well, that's why you you traded for Dubois to give yourself depth in that position so you don't have to uh, fast track Quentin Byfield. So well, and then the other, if it go, I mean, it's a year in. If it goes south, I mean. W- do you, do, you really, fix it? do you really think if McCullough plays hardball with Dubois and says, screw you, well, yeah. I'm going to start cutting your ice time. I'm not going to do that. Does yeah. he come across as the kind of guy that's going to go, oh, uh, this is on my shoulders. I better play better. Uh-uh. That kid well, reeks of. 
and especially McClellan's, he just, I mean, he's, he, he had a, he's on a one year contract. Yeah. Like he, the finish line for Todd McClellan contractually is right there. And whether or not Dubois knows that or is, you know, responding the way he is because of that, I don't know. It's a tough one. Tough. Have yourself a fine weekend. Uh, always appreciate you, Drakes. Talk to you next week. Okay, boys. You too. Thanks for having yeah. me. Darren Dreger, TSN, and our Hockey Insider for TELUS on the TELUS Insider Hotline. TELUS has been longtime partners with the Calgary Flames, longtime partners with the Calgary Hitman, using world-leading technology to drive meaningful change, transforming healthcare, and making food supply more sustainable. In uh, 2022, which is uh, going back, but still, it was 1.4 million hours and $125 million to local charities. TELUS, the most giving company in the world, Go online, learn more. Tell us.com slash gives back. Interesting. So, you look at and, and it's a half it's, year, right? It's, it's, it's a half ugly. year. It's a half it's not year. half year. But but boy, it's you you look career. at how Winnipeg dysfunctional. The coach says what he says at the end of the year. Wheeler, Dubois out. Yeah. Wheeler was a big part of that for sure. Dubois was for sure. Shifley, Hellebuck, stay. stay. No. Got new guys come in. You didn't hear anybody bitching and moaning in that group about going to Winnipeg, which is usually what you know, a lot of times what you hear. Mm-hmm. And now Dubois, who just, I just want to play where I want to play. I don't want to be in Columbus. I don't want to be at, well, how's LA? Every, you no got to love LA. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so now what is it? Yeah. And maybe like, like he, when he's right, he's such a good player. He had a great year in Winnipeg. He's had a May year in Winnipeg. He's had a great year in Columbus. He had a May year in Columbus. Like they get a great year out of, PLD, you could win a cup. That's how good that team could be, right? Like it's, it's just a that, great point that Dregs brings up, though. If you're Dowdy and Kopitar, yeah, and then this guy comes in, big fat contract, and mm-hmm. isn't, and maybe you miss some of those guys that left. I I I had read online that yeah, those guys that left, like Velarde and the, they were they were favorites in that locker room. That they cut a good chunk of the mm-hmm. heart out of that roster when they made that trade to bring in this guy who seems to have no heart Yeah, they played well at the start of the year but yeah when a guy's fresh and into it and there's no stress it's all new but i I just for me i that that the dubois i thought he was awesome in a series against toronto when he was in columbus yeah and you're like the goalies went crazy what a player this guy could be but he's he's soft as puppy poo he doesn't show up like it, it no way. He's not a he's not a Kopitar. He's not one of those guys that just plays it all the time. He no he, when it's easy for him, he's fine and he'll do it, but he doesn't come across he's he's a whiner in my opinion. It's interesting, and I know we'll get on to some stuff here, but we, we talk about it a lot when you're trying to make up and build a team and Zadorov being the most recent. So like, if you don't want to be here, then we can't have you here. We can't have you being in the locker room. We can't have you on and off the ice just being around if you're a malcontent and, and that sort of thing. That How do you build chemistry? Who knows? But it's you can often see when something's standing in the way of potential chemistry. Things can change too. JT Miller wanted out of Vancouver bad. He mm-hmm. ended up re-signing. He's having a monster year. It's it's an ugly six months for him. Yeah. And, and to your point, Rhett, there's a history before that. Like It doesn't That's mean fine. he can't be a good king. It's just not a good start. They gave up yeah. a lot to get him. Uh, let's do uh, some Betway bets. Oh, oh, oh. The divisional round is here. Fewer games, 
but uh, it feels like the importance of these games ratcheting up a little bit. Get the Betway app on your phone. Get it on your desktop. Get it on your tablet. Play along. Game's already started. Don't matter. Play in-game. Here's the Betway bets. All four (laughs) games this weekend. Or pack. Houston at Baltimore. Ravens are rested. I like CJ Stroud a lot. We talked about it last week. I like the Texans. But I think it's, to me, I think it's baby steps. Big win a week ago. I think Baltimore is going to uh, is going to get this done by 10 or more at home. San Francisco, much the same thing. Green Bay, awesome last week. I don't think that the San Francisco defense is quite as broken as the Cowboys is. I'll take the, I'm going to give away the nine and a half there. The Buffalo Bills right. at home. Right. The first road game outside of a Super Bowl for Patrick Mahomes, Bills, Mafia is going to be out in full force. Give me the Bills. And Tampa Bay and Detroit, I heard your tone earlier, Pinder. You were kind of, huh? Uh, I, I, I think I like Detroit to win this game, mm-hmm. but I think it's a close one. Give me six and a half points. I'll take Tampa Bay. So I got the three favorites, Baltimore, San Francisco, Buffalo, and I'll take the road dog, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, plus six and a half. All right. I love all the dogs here. I don't know how many wins straight up, but I think these are close games. The teams on buys are great teams, but the two teams they're facing punch better teams in the mouth. They were underdogs last week. Houston was laying two points at home to the best defense in the NFL. We were told they hung like 54 green Bay. No one's going to win in Dallas. It's been a year since anyone else has won in Dallas. They don't care. I'm taking the points everywhere and I'm cheering for low victory margins, tight games down to the final possession stuff. Cause that's what we've earned. Yeah. We didn't get it last week. No, I didn't. And I absolutely didn't look at the numbers. I looked at the teams that I want to win. Houston, San Fran, Buffalo, and Detroit. Let's go. <laughs> and you're leading us with the spreads could be minus 50. I'm on the same boat as boom. Great outings from Houston and Green Bay, but I think this moment will be too big. Baltimore, San Fran, destroy them. Buffalo wins at home. And as we learn, Detroit is played inside Tampa Bay. <laughs> we'll cover. Whoa, hang on, hang on. <laughs> That's I thought right. this game was outside. You're telling me they're playing inside in Detroit? I heard the weather in Detroit is no good. It's 11 Fahrenheit. Uh, you know, it's a dome. David <laughs> Bay covers. I think they win this game, actually. Ooh-hoo! That's all right. That's bold. Thanks for the week. There you go. Betway. Get that Betway app. You're going to love You're going to love it. Is Jack cheating? He doesn't know what the future holds, no. Because I think he changed his number. He's above 500. There's no way. He's on a heater. He He's on had a, a great little run. I thought you were saying because he took my Actually, picks. No. Uh, Let's just ask Jack. No. Are you a Jack, cheater, Jack? Are you cheating? I'm not cheating. Okay, there you okay. go. See, see there. Fudge I'm great with numbers. I've, I've been keeping up all year. These yeah. are 100% correct, Rhett. Mm-hmm. You missed a few of my victories. Hmm. Uh, the weeks you didn't put picks in, we did give you losses. That That yeah. is true. Uh, Tomlin staying. Are you happy with that, Jack? Let's go one more year left. So. Yes, but they better hire some competent coordinators all right how about get a quarterback that's what this league is right yeah we need one of those that's that's probably a thing let's take a look at what's happening uh what's on the menu for doordash we told you about it you get the doordash app it's easy shows right up on your doorstep what is it you want when do you want it how do you want it that's what doordash does the best and for a limited time you'll get 25 percent off and zero delivery fees on your first order of 15 dollars or more when you download the doordash app and enter promo code nation 25 that's nation 25 what is on the menu guys it's a dog's breakfast for nhl games i'm not gonna make you watch any of that shit 
Instead, I've got some better stuff for you. The Saskatoon Blades are at the Scotiabank Saddledome, Rhett, taking on the Hitman. The Blades are the best team in the WHL. Period. Tanner Stop. Klim Tanner Klimke. Our from boy, Wacy Rabbit, kicking some ass on the coaching staff there. Love to see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boom. And did, you, did you know mm -hmm. that? Klimke's boys playing with the Blades tonight. I did not know that. That's exciting. Is his dad, uh, did he take the boat out there to watch or... <laughs> Did he drive? Clinky. Sorry, Ryan. Hitmen are 500. The other bit of action, you can go to uh, theahl.com or ahl.tv. Check out the Wranglers at Coachella Valley. That's right. the old uh, Western Conference Finals from last year. A win for the Wranglers puts them in top spot in the Pacific Division. Another great year at the AHL level for the Wranglers. So that that's a little bit of... Uh, just under the NHL hockey action with Calgary teams on the menu tonight. There you go. Thank you, DoorDash, making our life easy. And for that limited time, Nation25, the promo code will save you 25 bucks on your first order of $15 or more. The frozen the... ret feed. You're... I am totally cold? frozen. Yeah, totally frozen. frozen. It's been a bad feed today. Braden Klimke, not Tanner. Tanner's the older boy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's one of the Klimke. One of them. Yeah, one of them. Got five. Is that right? Is that, I knew it was a bunch. Yeah, I Didn't knew there was, stable. Three, right? yeah, there was a stable. There was a stable over there. Now, are you guys done? Are you going to have more kids, Rhett? What's the plan? What's going on over there? Well, if she'd ever come back from shoveling, we could <laughs> discuss it. Well, it's, and it's, I hear it's a big weekend at the Warner House. Is that right? <laughs> we could it's always a big it. weekend. It's, it's always Friday. a big week. See how the bills do on Sunday. Because we got, we got our, our crack research staff here. Um those are separate things. With the, I'm not sure. Uh, Jack and RJ have done. They, they, I think they found something here for you for uh, that's tomorrow. Hmm. What's happening? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Still going, happy yeah, birthday to you. Is it still going? Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. And a week and a day. And it's, uh, yeah, not my birthday, yeah. but sure. Not, not your birthday. Day, but happy birthday. So I have one of this for. Uh, oh. Oh yeah. Their research staff, they smoke crack and they do the research. Or crack I thought you said it was tomorrow, Ryan. Happy well, birthday. Me. You're the crack the, research staff. <laughs> I heard it's a Saturday. Is it a Saturday? Is it next Saturday? Oh, geez. Well, I mean, how could you find out when his birthday is? I just hockey debate it. Yeah, it's probably where it should start. It says Shonovan, though. It doesn't say Frontier, right? Some bullshit That's where the hospital is. He's born in China. What do you want me to do? Tough and you know, you know what the best part is? We'll forget to do it next Friday. That's why we oh, get it out of the way right that now. Was so, that That's was so right. heartfelt. I don't know if I could handle it. <laughs> Can't again. have it again. Yeah. yeah. All right, everybody. Have yourself I've a fine you guys. weekend. You, uh, we'll be in Jasper. We'll be putting stuff up on social media, maybe a YouTuber thing here and there, too. And we'll be back with Barnburner on Monday. See you, buddies. Zip.